0: Bam, we're live. Uh Uh-oh. Looks like our guy's on a droid. I wonder if that means that he's not getting my text because I don't have uh, a very strong signal here. And that would mean that my link... Oh, there he is. There he is. There he is. There he is. What's up, dude?
1: Hey. hey. Made it. How's it going? Good. Are you on the West coast? Yes.
0: Oh shit. So it's early for you.
1: (laughs) Uh, sort of. Yeah. Either. I didn't go to sleep yet. So (laughs) you didn't, it's, it's late technically, but early. Yeah.
0: (laughs) What, what were you
1: doing? Well, I've just been having so much things going on lately that, uh, I've just been a complete night owl. I've, I've wanted to get to sleep earlier, but, uh, I fly to Hawaii in on Wednesday, and there's like so much stuff that needs to get done beforehand. So just catching up, you know.
0: Oh, what what city are you in
1: right now? I'm in uh, 29 Palms, so like pretty close to Joshua Tree.
0: Okay, is that home for you?
1: Yeah, home right now. I mean, I've been here probably the longest for a while, so.
0: Oh, this is going to yeah. be fun, I can tell. This is gonna, <laughs> Oh, this is going to be fun. Um, Pronounce your name for me.
1: It's Etienne. Etienne.
0: And what kind of name is that?
1: It's French.
0: And are are both your parents French?
1: Just my dad's side. I'm pretty much like a, a big mutt. Just a bunch of different things combined.
0: Do people call you Etienne or do
1: they call you E.T.? They actually call me um, the arm wrestling whisperer, but no, <laughs> they uh, they they just call me ET. Most most people, surprisingly, even since I was a kid, couldn't say Etienne right. So, like right off the bat, people would be like, "Oh, I'm just gonna just gonna call you ET and that kind of stuff, So
0: Etienne, Etienne, and uh, yeah. where were you born?
1: I was born in Baltimore, but I think I moved even before I turned one. So I don't remember much from there.
0: Uh, Travis's neck of the woods.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> Have you been out there to West Virginia to play with Travis?
1: No, not in a long time. I, I did grow up partly in Virginia. Uh, vague, vaguely though, been for a few years. And then it was kind of back and forth between Hawaii and other places for a while.
0: Um, uh, Fergie wants to know seven. Why are you interviewing my dealer from college? Oh, I could tell. Yeah, this is going to, this is going to be, <laughs> uh, uh, Heidi Krum, This guy needs some paper street coffee. No, no, no. This is, this is the arm wrestling whisper. There's no read. Don't agitate the, uh, don't agitate the, uh, man in his natural habitat arm wrestling table in the background over your, over your shoulder.
1: Yeah, that's the uh, the little half table, training table. So,
0: um, how old are you, Etienne?
1: Twenty-eight.
0: Twenty-eight years young. A single. I have a girlfriend. You have a girlfriend. Is, yeah. is she in? Is she in? Um, Palm Palm, twenty-nine Palms.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's here. She's in the uh, the other. She's in the main house right now. I'm in the garage.
0: You're in the training facility.
1: That's right. I pretty much live here. She just uh, brings me my food and slides it under the door, pretty much.
0: <laughs> hey, is Twenty Nine Palms? Is there a military base there? What's the deal? When I think Twenty Nine Palms, is it also Palm Springs? Is Palm Springs out there? I'm trying to
1: maybe. I'll put yeah, my so beer. Twenty Nine Palms is where the, the Marine base is. Palm Springs is like about an hour west. That's Palm Springs is like. A nice, rich area, and then you've got Morongo Valley, uh, Yucca Valley, Joshua Tree, and then 29 Palms.
0: And it's like going to be hot as shit there today.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it's like a hundred something. It's uh, yeah, usually though by this time of year, it's like 115, 116 already. So it's not, it's not as bad as it should be technically.
0: Yeah, it's seven a.m. It's seventy-five degrees at your house already, and it says it's going to go up to one o five.
1: <laughs> that sounds about right yeah
0: yeah shit that's kind of a and, and then down there you got the Salton sea that's like there was i think there was a i'm trying to think if there was there was a famous movie a movie with um what's the guy's name he was in the original top gun he played an fbi agent and there was like some sort of meth ring down there by the Salton sea what the name what, what the fuck was the name of that movie do you know what i'm talking about it was a great movie it's got it's probably older than you
1: I might
0: have seen it, but it's not ringing the bell right now. Who, who, uh, who's not Keanu Reeves? Who's the guy who was in the original Top Gun with uh, someone? Oh, Val Kilmer. Thank you, Mr. Burns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Etienne, how did you, uh, how did you, for those of you who don't know who are watching, by the way, in 2004, I think it's 2004, in 2004, I made a movie called Pooling John. About this guy named John Brzink. The documentary did extremely, extremely well. And so I was kind of really immersed in the arm wrestling scene for like three years, four years, maybe five years. And then I, I started fooling around with CrossFit and kind of fell out of the scene. But I stayed friends with a bunch of guys. And then recently, about, a I don't know, six or seven months ago, this guy popped up in my Instagram feed, Etienne. And I was just – it got me really – I really enjoyed his content. It was fantastic. It was fun watching him arm wrestle, and, uh, and, and we'll get into it. So that's how kind of how our paths crossed, and I just reached out to him on Instagram, and bam, here we are. H- how, how did you find um, arm wrestling? How did it pop up on your screen, Etienne?
1: It's actually uh, it's, it's pretty funny because in my book, you're a legend for making pulling John. And I was in my last year of high school in 2012, I used. To, I guess I always stayed up late. Shoot. I remember it was like three in the morning. I'm supposed to be uh, working on the school project. It was like a school film for the end of the year, and I was making a boxing drama. And I'm just looking up like all these fight movies, fight scenes on YouTube, and uh, you know, old YouTube had different recommendations and how they worked back then. And Pulling John popped up in 2012, so I clicked it and I remember watching the whole thing. And it was just I was. I was amazed. It was one of the most amazing things I've seen. But the one thing that didn't click at that time was that it was like a current sport because uh you know I could watch a basketball movie or football movie, baseball, but I also know that it exists because it was in school. You know, it's uh it's available for people. And uh growing up in Hawaii, I had never heard of any arm wrestling groups, tournaments, or competitions. So I was just like, this is so cool, but I didn't think it was a real thing. So it was seven years later that um, I, my girlfriend at the time, and I, I think we were smoking a blunt on a couch or something and scrolling through YouTube. And the video of Devin and Michael Todd from WAL popped up. And I was like, wait, hold on, I like scroll back up. And I watched it. And ever since then, I was just like, this is, I got to get into this. And it was one of those things where, uh, you see how amazing it is. You look up how to do it. And you're like, oh, there's there's these secret techniques. I'm gonna I'm gonna crush everyone. Let's like, I'm, I'm like, okay, so this is how I top roll. And the next day, or like maybe I, I watch a video for a few weeks. You know, I, I arm wrestle my ex, and time am like, oh, this is so easy. <laughs> of course, like of course it'd be easy, right? And then I go to the the local supplement shop and I walk in. I'm like, whoever's there, I'm just gonna challenge and beat, I'm like expecting. Somewhat of a kind of athletic person, I walk in. This guy's 270 pounds of solid muscle. I'm like, whatever. You know the secret technique. Wrestling. You'll beat him. Yeah. I know the secrets. Two weeks. Two weeks. I'm. A, I'm professionally, I could probably beat John Brzenic. You know. <laughs> I walk in there. I challenge him, and there's no table. It's just the checkout counter. He's like, sure. Kind of laughs, and uh, I'm going like 200% on him pretty sure my face is turning red and uh, I look up at him and he goes, are you going yet? (laughs) Hand doesn't even move across center, horrible technique. He just pins me down and I'm just like, damn. Okay. But something that day sparked it even more to the point where I'm like, okay, it's not all technique. There's something to this, there's strength. I was just hooked.
0: So you saw the movie in 2012 and then 2019, you come across another YouTube video and and that's what kind of really gets you off on your journey.
1: Yeah, because when I was making that movie at the time, I remember I was directing and acting in it because it was my student film. So I I just remember in between the scenes, of choreographing boxing, or I'd have a, my uh, my rival for the boxing scene. We'd meet up, and do choreographs and train, and at all I just have arm wrestling in my head. And that, like after we have done training and doing thousands of sit-ups. I'm like, hey, let's arm wrestle. And then I remember moving. I'd always ask my brother to arm wrestle. Uh, My friends, they always said no. And so it was like there's something that was attempting to emerge at that time, and it just, I guess it didn't happen or didn't line up. I remember I moved to L.A. in 2013, and every place I worked, I wanted to arm wrestle people. And some would say yes, but it wouldn't amount to much after that So, until 2019.
0: It takes kind of a special person to ask a stranger to arm wrestle, isn't it? It's, uh, there's an there's a <laughs> intimacy to it and a, and, a, and, a, and a bit of violence to it, right? And by violence, I mean um, uh, um, um, uh, uh, intellectual violence because you're basically putting – or emotional violence. You're basically saying, hey, I'm going to challenge you man to man and like people can be like it's just arm wrestling why well, dare you to go out and do it why don't you just walk out today and ask five random strangers to arm wrestle and see the the psychic energy transfer that happens there because you you're asking someone to to make themselves extremely vulnerable and put themselves on the line right i mean are, are yeah. you are you aware that you're doing that or do you think you got a little little weirdness in you that you're um do you enjoy that that tension of asking a stranger that or do you think are you um uh I- ignorant of it i can't imagine you're ignorant of it i have to guess that's part well, of the excitement for you
1: it's it's definitely there in the back of my head uh and i've noticed it very early on and i think i've, I've noticed it at a younger age uh well back to you, like in 2012 when uh, i watched the documentary i'm like oh all right john's the hero travis is so confident I want to be like Alexi, I want to be strong. Like, how do I get stronger like him? I gotta challenge everybody, right? So I go and I, I challenge my brother, I'm wrestling, and he said, no. I'm like, okay, there has to be something there why he doesn't want to do it. And I ask like my friends, like one out of well, I don't have many friends, but like one out of five friends and say yes. I'm like, Why why are they saying no? What's the big deal? So what if you lose? So what if you win? Like, I it kind of clicked then. I'm like, okay, there's something to this, you know, it's ah, it's vulnerable, there's ego involved, right? Mm-hmm, it's uh, mm-hmm. let's be honest then. And especially when I went to the store that day, there was even reverse ego involved where I go in and I challenge this 270-pound guy. And he's just like, what? Why is this guy challenging me? So, of course, he accepts it in the other way. And, and he was right. He crushed me. And uh, every person I, I've challenged since then, there, there's definitely always that. And you see that. What, uh, what kept me going, though, in the beginning was I don't ask someone. I, I'm not going to have anyone to arm wrestle with. So, you know, you just kind of have to get over that. Some people, it's it's surprising some people do get offended, really, when you ask them to arm wrestle in, in a weird way. Other people get excited. Like, there's there's multiple different reactions people have, but uh, it's all part of the game, really.
0: Uh, how much do you weigh right now, Etienne?
1: One sixty six yesterday morning. So,
0: and, and how tall say. are you? Five nine. and um, I, I was speaking with Travis yesterday, and I told him you were coming on the show, and I said, "Hey, is this dude any good?" He goes, "Listen, if this guy fucking sinks into his hook, you are in big, big fucking trouble." <laughs> and he go, "And I go, really?" I he it. goes, "Dude, he's the real deal." He goes, "This guy gets in his position, and, and like he's he's getting you." And I'm like, uh, "That's so cool." Did it did it did it start like that? Were you good from the beginning? No, I
1: was was definitely not good from the beginning. Did Uh, you have
0: any weightlifting background? Were you weak as a bird? Did you have any, like, could you even do one pull-up when you started? I mean, did you have any athletic background?
1: So, sort of, yeah. I Seventh grade, I remember waking up one time, and I just, or I remember taking a shower when I was in seventh grade, and I looked down, and I just, like, I got, like, this belly on me, and I'm like, what? I, like, I never used to have this. Where'd this come from? Um, I didn't know about, like I, I barely had TV access growing up, let alone internet access. So kind of get you lived to really, get
0: a poor, you were poor life in Hawaii.
1: No, no, I, I can't say that I had everything I needed and I can't complain about that. I was, I was definitely like fortunate, far from rich, but not poor. Um, what kind of but, car did uh, your
0: parents? My, what kind of car did your parents drive?
1: My mom had a uh, like on the something. Okay. Uh, growing up, there's you know a little soccer mom van, and my dad had like the Toyota trucks growing up. But uh,
0: working class, was, working uh, class parents though nothing. I mean, like pe- people working.
1: Yeah. So it's like my parents, my parents had great jobs. My my dad's an engineer, my mom's a doctor, but there was complications that, Mm -hmm. that made it so like, uh, like if they were to remain together, probably we would have been really well off, but because they split at a young age, it made it very difficult for them. So,
2: okay. Okay. So, well, I basically
0: like so going back going back seven years old you're you're in the shower and you look down and you're like seventh
1: grade sorry, seventh grade seventh whatever grade. Yeah,
0: se- yeah, yeah seven you did say seventh grade seventh grade yeah. and you're like god i'm a, i'm turning to frumper <laughs> yeah.
1: so um i'm i don't know why but i usually want to do things it's like i'm just not going to do it at all or i have to do every i have to go all in so i uh i decide for a year it ended up being more than a year that I'd eat a banana a day, just to kind of lose that weight. It got to the point where um, I, got I don't understand it. In.
0: Just a banana, Etienne.
1: Just a banana a day. I was eating a banana a day, and um, I, it was oh, like that's my an amazing
0: like, eating disorder. I've had shit like that where I'm. I, I did. A, yeah. I'm only going to eat bananas and tomatoes, but I just lasted like a month. That was in college.
1: Yeah, it was. A, it was bad. I was. I, you know, like growing up, I. I was like, oh, you know what? I got to fix this. I want abs, and I I want to be skinny. Like every kid growing up nowadays, then they're power lifters, and they're like, "Dad six hundred pounds, benching three plates." I'm like, if that was like in my generation, I would have loved that. But now I was like, I'm going to eat a banana day, and uh, I'm going to do sit ups every day. So I did yeah. that for a few years, and, and everyone like in my school, um, they like their parents were going to my parents, and they're like, "There's something wrong with your kid. He's anorexic." And, I was swearing to my parents I wasn't – I didn't even know what the word meant, but let's be honest, a banana day I was, and uh, I was probably so weak and frail. Uh, no, Paul, let's not, not be
0: Let's not be harsh. That's just disciplined.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was no, no, a point I, I, I where have I an could eating disorder. I'm just
0: disciplined. I'm just disciplined. <laughs>
1: that, that's exactly what I said, yeah, and I thought I was, and, and to the degree I was. But uh, let's – like I'll, I'll be honest. I'd look in the mirror, and I'm like, I'm not skinny enough. But there's one point I was at, I snuck in uh, to the neighborhood pool. Well, it was the other neighborhood's pool. And, uh, I was there with my friends and we went to like, you have to kind of shower before you go into the pool. And even though we were sneaking in, we still like somehow did that to be uh, nice, I guess. And I remember I wrapped my arm around my torso and my thumbs could touch and my hands could touch all the way around. And I was like, and I still didn't think I was skinny, but everyone thought that that was crazy. Um, yeah, so when I went into high school,
0: you could do this a... around your waist.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, I was it was weird. I could do that around my waist. and, and I guess high school saved me. Um, it's a funny story like i I did the entrance exam to like every high school on the island, and I, I think I failed every single one of them, Which, uh, so I ended up in high school that uh, they just like accept everyone. But I remember, on like my first day of of math class, uh, the teacher was also a martial arts instructor, and he said that he was teaching martial arts for free. And I remember like looking around, I'm like, why is no one saying anything? I'm like, yeah, heck yeah, I'll do it. And uh, I ended up doing it, he helped me realize that I was anorexic and kind of gain weight back slowly. And then, I started lifting a little bit of weights, but nothing like kids are now. Like, uh, I never would pick up more than like 40 pounds and curl them or bench two plates. It was like, I remember like coming from anorexic to weightlifting I'm that, I'm that skinny guy at the gym who's using the squat rack to, uh, to bench just so the bar doesn't crush me, you know, it's right, like right, not even right. doing a full plate yet, but, um, like I did lift weights just not to a crazy extent. So I think how I developed a hook. Was uh, <clears throat> uh, when I started arm wrestling, I just really, I just love doing it, and I I want to win, but I had nothing offensively for anyone, so I'd always end up defensively, and that kind of led me to being like, well, if I don't want to lose, I just gotta hold on that last inch, and uh, what you work at grows, I think, because I just ended up most of my training since 2019 right above the pin pad kind of developed a hook there, you know.
0: Was it easier to challenge people when you knew you were going to, when it was more likely you were going to lose than now? Like now, now you just can't just walk up to anyone and challenge them.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, uh, kind of goes both ways. So, before I met Derek Smith, who's, uh, he runs the Alpha Empire team in California. I actually messaged What's him. it
0: called? Tell me that Derek Smith runs what team?
1: Alpha Empire. and that's an arm wrestling team team. yeah it's the biggest team in uh, southern california okay and uh, i I messaged him on instagram i think he left me on red for like two months so and he didn't mean to but so he says so i I would go to the local supplement shop built a table out of wood and i was like hey you know i kept challenging that guy he's like you know i gotta work i can't keep arm wrestling you i'm like could i challenge everybody that walks in here like, you didn't not?
0: work there. You didn't work there.
1: No, not yet. I came later.
0: <laughs> what city was that?
1: In that uh, 29 Palms, right, right off the Marine Base. So
0: you would walk. Like, you uh, walked into a, a supplement store and were like, "Hey, can I bring my arm wrestling table here and just challenge people?" Yeah.
1: Well, it was the same shop that that guy crushed me. So yeah. Wow. I uh, he was like, "Sure." So even after he crushed me, I'm still like, "Okay." I want to know how I do against regular fit people. And most people that come in here are pretty tough. They're all Marines mostly. So they'd come in and I'd ask them to arm wrestle. And most of them would still brush me off. Like, and this is when I wouldn't know how the outcome would be. Still barely knew any technique. I wasn't conditioned. So I was like, okay, what if I offer them something to arm wrestle? So I was just like, Hey, if you arm wrestle me, I'll buy you a protein bar or something like that. And, because I offered something, I kind of got a little bit more uh, going on. yeah. You know? So there's a little bit more people that would bite, but sometimes I'd have to be like at the shop for maybe 20 people and only like four would arm wrestle if I was lucky. Oh, uh, I
0: know. Yeah, this, the, I recognize this bald kid on the left. This kid was arm wrestling when I was. Oh, uh, f- uh, yeah. So,
1: Jamie, Jamie. Yeah, Sheldon. Jamie. What's his
0: last name? Sheldon?
1: Yeah, Sheldon, yeah.
0: Wow, I can't believe I remember that. And he had a nickname. What's his nickname?
1: The Natural.
0: Oh, nope, so that's, that's not
1: that. That's I didn't I didn't remember that. that.
0: Wow. Uh,
1: yeah, he he's still good. in it. He he's, was good uh,
0: back then. He must be great now.
1: He's killing it right now. Yeah, he's he weighs much much more now, so.
0: Okay, sorry. So so and that's how it started. You'd be in 20 customers would come in and you might get one.
1: Yeah, like one or four, or something like that. Yeah.
0: Listen, listen you ding dong ding. I am writing stuff down. What do you look at? It, there's my notes right there. What are you talking about? The who write <laughs> stuff down. Check <Jackass>. <clears> this. <throat> look at this guy carries a stone around. Start arm wrestling <clears throat> some of that strength to use. So so in in is that um <clears throat> is that typical of you I mean it, it's it's odd behavior, right? This is um you get into arm wrestling, you're looking for people to arm wrestle, you just go some I mean, it, it's it's one in a million behavior. Like who does that? You built your own arm wrestling table, you carried it over to a place where there's guys who are like into working out and who like buy protein powders and creatine and shit and and are like, Hey, uh, do you want to arm wrestle? did, did it's it's kind of, it says something about you, right? You're it's um I don't want to say it's excessive. I don't want to say it's excessive, but it's in the banana world. It's in the one day, uh, uh, one day a a banana a day world.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a a,
0: a level of commitment there. A fixation. Autism. Autism. Yeah, yeah. Autism.
1: (laughs) 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 I wouldn't be surprised.
0: But but normal for you. But normal for you, right?
1: Yeah, I mean this is just, like you don't think anything of know. it you,
0: you kind of know it's weird but you don't think anything of it you're like I am you just kind of embrace your own weirdness
1: yeah it's what I wanted to do so I'm yeah. not gonna be like oh is this weird should I do it?' no I'm like how am I going to figure out a way to do this and eventually that table broke and I I bought a real arm wrestling table and and then from there that uh, Derek from elf Empire messaged me back so I didn't really get to end up using that table for a while because I travel. Uh, For a year straight, two hours, uh, to put with them for like five or six hours every Sunday. And I think I made every week for the first four years, like 52 practices in a row. Uh, and it was the best time, best time ever. Wow.
0: And, and, and did you get significantly stronger in those four years just from doing that?
1: (sighs) double what double, a lot triple. of people say yeah, yeah i maybe so like i didn't start off um at the weight i am now too i was like around 190 ish little little pudgy and uh i had some things came up where uh, in two months i went from like 200 to 150 and surprisingly i had to go like almost a year without arm wrestling
0: drugs and, was that from drugs
1: no, um well I mean I was smoking a lot of weed and it may have contributed, but uh my gallbladder exploded.
0: Oh shit. And, oh
1: shit. Um I uh Like literally it ruptured
0: your gallbladder ruptured?
1: Yeah, and I had symptoms in my head in my head. So I thought I was going crazy and everywhere um, I went they would check me like in my head in the last it took them pretty much a year and a quarter to to find out after putting me, like I remember going to places and laying down for like nine, 12 hours or two days for like two days in a row. I'd be doing 18 hour brain scans where I can't move. They're injecting me with these things and trying to figure out what's wrong in my head. And then they find out nothing's wrong. And then the last thing, like, you know, uh, having symptoms for like a year and a half, people kind of like, you're milking it or going crazy but i was never really that kind of person and uh until one person was like well maybe you should check out a gi doctor because that stuff connects with your head and then they did gi tests and they couldn't find anything and then the last test they did was like a HIDA scan or something for the gallbladder and little do you know they found something wrong with there i had to get my gallbladder removed and they're like oh my god this is one of the worst things we've ever seen and this was a year and a half after essentially it happened I remember the day it happened too. It was July 7th 2020 um, I remember uh, it was hundred like nine degrees out 100 and something and I was filling my truck up to do like a dump run and clean my property and then I go in to eat a quick meal and as I'm eating that meal I was just like you know, I felt like I had to lay down and then you know it's like that's how it all started every single time I had eaten something after that almost a year and a half i would feel like i'd have to lay down after and there's points where like i I was pretty much in bed for like six months and lost a bunch of weight and um i didn't get my gallbladder removed yet but i was like i'm sick and tired of being sick and tired uh i was just um i got up and attempted to arm wrestle again and uh maybe like it used to be like where i would be at like a Six hour practice. I'd arm wrestle for seven hours in a six hour practice, like that kind of thing. I'd be at a, a I'd start a practice at the local shop uh, with the old Marines that I ended up creating a team with. And I'd be like lucky to pull for 20 minutes out of the two hours. And then I'd be standing there with a migraine and being nauseous the whole time. And it was just like, damn, that sucks. But for the 20 minutes I was pulling, best feeling in the world still. Like everything Dude, what, just. Is
0: considered. all of that shit gone, Et- Etienne?
1: Well, the gallbladder is gone. Um, what remains now is what they call chronic gastritis. Uh-huh. So my stomach is pretty much in a constant state of inflammation, uh, which basically means if I eat the wrong thing, I'm gonna feel like crap until my stomach lessens up on the inflammation. So um, it sucks because I like I did a bodybuilding diet before for many years, very strict. I did chicken and rice. I didn't even add salt. two years and do it so for the first year and a half i couldn't i didn't know why fats would bother me so before i knew i had a gallbladder problem i was back to eating chicken and rice and um now after i got my gallbladder removed, thankfully i'm able to have red meat so i'm just pretty much eating red meat and rice every day and uh, like cinnamon toast crunch i'm able to handle it's weird food i can't complain because cinnamon toast crunch and steak like it's it's the life for me right now but if i go off to a restaurant and I nice. like, if they put black pepper in my food, I'm gonna be in bed for a week. And it actually happened like a year ago when I was in a restaurant, and I joked to the lady. Uh, well, she joked to me. I was like, I want like a turkey sandwich and just the turkey, just the bread. I can't even have black pepper. She's like, Oh, will it kill you? I'm like, I might. Like, I could die. Who knows? Like, I'm not allergic to it, but I could die. And the restaurants are dark, and and I eat like 75 percent of the sandwich. Or pretty much all the sandwich, but I left like one of the top pieces of bread. And I think there's like three pieces for some reason. and I, I'm like, my lips start burning and I turned my phone flashlight on and it's just engraved with jalapenos all over it. And I was like, no. And uh, for like a week after that, I was pretty much screwed. <laughs> Holy
0: but, shit. Uh, and it's still like that. When's yeah. that going to go away? Can you, can you cure yourself of that?
1: It's something that's curable and, Ironically, like if I had gotten my gallbladder moved right away, it would have been something called acute gastritis, which then would have only lasted five or seven days and would have been fine. But because it went on too long, um, and I kept repeatedly inflaming my stomach and my gallbladder, kept messing things up because it wasn't working, um, and I had toxins leaking in my body, which probably didn't help. It's like, I don't know how long it will take to heal, but. I haven't been real, really able to eat anything like a pizza or, or any fly foods or anything like that. But I'm I'm kind of over it. Like I can eat, I can handle steak now. That's all I could live off steak for the rest of my life, honestly. So,
0: he, um this yeah, and, and a lot of people are doing that these days. Yeah. <laughs> when did th- this is the um, this is the Instagram account um, arm wrestling whisperer. Did someone give you that name?
1: Yeah. So I kind of started like, well, I was posting a little bit to YouTube and then TikTok yeah, was like blowing up. And I remember just seeing on Facebook, all these arm wrestlers, TikToks, losers or a bunch of other different names associated with it. And uh, I was like, you know what? I don't care what people think. I'm going to download it and give it a shot. Yeah. I downloaded it my first few weeks. There's a bunch of girls dancing on the app. But if you keep scrolling and stuff, like you can set your own algorithm. And I started posting arm wrestling videos. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to be, I love riding motorcycles. I'm going to be the arm wrestling biker. So I wear my helmet for a while and it kind of coins for a little bit. But uh, one video I think got like a few million views and someone commented, no, you're not the arm wrestling biker, you're the arm wrestling whisperer. And that comment got like 60,000 likes on his comment. Holy every shit. video after that. And that was just that comment. Like that video really took off a surprise. And uh, ever since then, every time I attempt to do something as the biker, people would just comment like whisper, whisper in the comments. So it's almost funny because uh, when I got into arm wrestling, and seeing Devin like, no limits or John, the perfect storm. I'm like, I gotta think of a cool nickname and to me, I guess it was the biker, but They always say you can't pick your own nickname, and I was left with the uh, the whisperer.
0: Chase Bryan, I got my gallbladder uh, removed for the first year. About five minutes after I would eat, I would squirt out of my ass. Fucking terrible.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Shoot.
0: Uh, Robbie Myers giving steak advice. Uh, uh, Put the steak in a cast iron skillet to sear, then move it to the oven for about seven to ten minutes. Okay, thank you
1: cooks everywhere do you yeah, cook your own
0: steaks good.
1: yeah right now my girlfriend cooks them i was uh, using a cast iron uh, for it but um, yeah she'll just she'll cook it whether it's a cast iron or a regular pan depending on hurry but uh yeah i mean it's it's hard to what's the deal with cast iron else?
0: why do people like cast iron
1: I, I like how hot it gets for this year apparently it's uh there's something about it too that cooks it really well i I had researched this years ago and uh, I'm very forgetful so I don't remember exactly why it's better but I can definitely say like uh, if it's cooked right it does taste better
0: what's that with the shoes is that is that because you're always on a motorcycle the boots
1: yeah um yeah I just feel comfortable in boots, mean, really. it It's funny because uh, growing up in Hawaii, everyone wears, uh, you know, like people call them sandals, but I call them slippers, you know, growing up out there. Yeah. And uh, it's funny I'm wearing them now, but uh, I would always wear boots and jeans out there, and everyone would look at me like I'm retarded. They're like, you're on an island, you're wearing boots and jeans. And I, I didn't even ride motorcycles then. I just knew I always wanted to. But uh, it's just what felt comfortable. And um, yeah, I mean, I even uh, when I first moved to L.A., I go to the gym like the Santa Monica Super Sport at like three in the morning and I would play basketball and uh, jeans and boots. And I actually would like to uh, do pretty OK on teams like three versus three that someone eventually complained and said I was scuffing up the court with boots and they kicked me off and I said, I'm never allowed to play again. If I don't change out of jeans and boots. So I was like, screw this. I was just like, Wow. I play anymore. Yeah.
0: Hey, who, who paint the scene here for me? What what are we looking at here? So this is the uh, supplement store you're in and that dude in the back. Is he the owner?
1: Uh, yeah, it's tough to see what I think I remember. Um, yeah, is that's that, tr- that chick's uh, that's a real
0: true. arm wrestler. That chick's a real arm wrestler.
1: Uh, this is, yeah, that's, uh, the arm wrestler. She's uh, Gabby Vasconcelos, the, um, the number one female arm wrestler on the planet. So she's got like 34 world titles, or um, or a bunch of like world titles and stuff like that. She's,
0: what country? What amazing. country is she from?
1: Brazil. Yeah, she's yeah. She's look at this. Night. Yeah.
0: Look at Crazy. this. She's, she's with Devin, John, and Travis. Holy shit.
1: Yeah.
0: And there she is on the table with John.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Man.
1: And, and she, she's good. She's amazing. Yeah. I can't okay. I can't say enough about her.
0: And and what was she doing in the supplement sh- shop? Well That's in the middle of nowhere.
1: So she was in San Diego, which is three hours away, and I pretty much messaged her. And I was just like, Hey, you gotta you gotta come out here. We need to arm wrestle. And um it was in November, and I ended up making a YouTube video about the whole thing like a month ago because it took me forever to get to it. But uh, it was it was funny. Like She luckily happened to be going through Vegas, and San Diego to Vegas takes you on a different route. But I was like, hey, if you come and meet me in Joshua Tree and we arm wrestle, the drive from here to Vegas is no traffic and so much better. It's just going to be a little bit of a detour, and she agreed to it. And then that's how this came about.
0: All right. So she rolls in the shot. Is this the first match?
1: What does it say? No, this was the second match. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Going yeah. oh, too smart. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone usually just grips up.
0: So it's really on right there. That's on. Is it's on?
1: Yeah. 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 I uh, I wasn't hitting. I'm not really a hitter. I, I do like catching more. It's more of my style is that uh, like Travis was saying, that defensive hook, so that's it's it's real. Really real.
2: Uh,
1: uh, uh,
2: uh, uh, uh,
0: Is she uh, dominant Is all get
1: out in the women's division? Yeah, uh, she got she lost for one person recently, but uh, other than that she she'll toy with every single woman. Like she's she'll beat most uh guys that aren't like elite level arm wrestlers. <laughs> Not that I'm anywhere in here, at least. Like, um, she was probably tired. Um,
0: does she does she, uh, does she? pull right and left?
1: Yes, but she's right dominant, mostly, I believe. Yeah, she oh, can wow. do rope climbs, like, like yeah. nothing, like uh, this style, easily. No, no shit? Yeah, like easily. It's crazy.
0: And she's not a little girl.
1: Her arms are bigger than mine.
0: <laughs> um, is uh do they have her rope climbs on her um, Instagram? I'd love to see that.
1: Oh man, I, I maybe if you search her name and rope climb, it'll show oh, Well here here's I think it's this on YouTube
0: so. Here's this. This is pretty this is pretty impressive right here, even.
2: Yeah.
3: Hey, is
0: arm wrestling even that big in Brazil?
1: I, it might be bigger in Brazil than it is here right now, honestly. I don't know. There's so many other countries that uh, that support arm wrestlers are doing a lot more than they are right, right now for us.
0: I'm trying to think. The only arm wrestler I knew from Brazil that, uh, is uh, Marcio. Is he still arm wrestling? Marcio Barboza?
1: He is still arm wrestling, yeah.
0: Oh my goodness, look at this girl. Oh, and there's Ng and Tersey. Holy shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's the girl that uh, that beat her, but it was an all-out war, and Gabby had the first few pins. Like this girl is like she's huge. She's huge. Much, much bigger than me. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah.
2: Hey,
0: is John I saw that um John holding up a piece of paper saying um He's arm-wrestling Alexi again. Is that a joke?
1: No, that's that's a real, real thing. It's going to be a, it's gonna be crazy to see because obviously that ties back to pulling John. So, <laughs> like, it's uh, it's definitely happening.
0: Alexi must be... How old is Alexi now? He's got to be 10 years younger than John.
1: I think he is. It's just crazy because he hasn't... You know, he's out of the arm-wrestling scene for a while. But... And you see him like post stuff on Instagram, he'll still just do these feats of strength that are just ridiculous that most people can train their whole life and not do, especially for his size. And it's just like him non-training can do this stuff. So it's like
0: yeah. I think Alexi went to the Olympics in bobsledding and in judo, both.
1: Oh, I didn't know about judo. Wow.
0: Yeah, crazy, right? Yeah. Let's see what what's he doing here? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so he's getting ready.
1: He's not training. Yeah,
0: yeah. He he was a freak. He was a freak of nature. He um. He kind he kind of looked like a when I when I went out to Sochi and filmed with him, he had the long hair and crazy pale skin, and it was full blown. It was full blown vampire vibes. Oh yeah,
1: for sure. He was. John is always going to be my hero, but Alexi was uh, what made Pulling John stick out to me. Like i I watched it once in 2012, but when I got back into arm wrestling, I probably watched Pulling John every other month since I started arm wrestling. Like Whether I put it on in the background or just watch it, I'm just like, man, I love this. And every time Alexi's scene comes up, and he's hanging with one arm or – Three people are yanking on you know, his one arm. I'm just like, man, that's this guy's too cool.
0: Damn, not bad for an old man. Right? Holy shit!
1: Yeah, it's and gonna he, be a fun match.
0: And he's big. What do you think he is right there? You think he's two two twenty five, two fifty? Oh yeah,
1: at least. At I least
0: think 22. he was probably six
1: three. Yeah. Man. Crazy.
0: Great. Where, where are they pulling at? Is this, is this Ingen's doing?
1: It's either going to be through Ingen or through King of the Table, which is probably going to be in Dubai. One, one or the other. It's going to be, it might be King of the Table in Dubai, I think, but I'm not fully sure.
0: Um, who is this? Who is this? I saw this on your Instagram. You have him down as uh, Etienne. Who's this guy? You have him down as a nine-time world champion. I didn't recognize this guy. Who's this guy?
1: This, uh, so this is David Hall. He, um, I didn't know he lived locally until one day he came into the shop and challenged me. Pretty um,
2: go. Uh, he's a tough uh,
1: not not super well known, but.
0: And do you enjoy pulling him?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely do. He's uh, he's got a lot of that old school knowledge There you
0: go. And he's got some of that Alan Fisher fucking just out of his gore <laughs> fucking shit That's going one on. Like, yeah. It's, funny.
1: Funny. it's like he's uh, like oh everyone in the 80s was like Ready, this. <laughs> <laughs> Hey,
0: is um is the is the what's the um what's the um supplement shop think about what you're doing there? J- or, uh, they must be completely cool with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, they, um, they love it from what I heard, and uh, I love it. It's just, it's a pleasure being able to be, like, have a spot. Like, it started with me challenging random people, and now a lot of these random people are on my arm wrestling team. So it went from, like, like me having to, to bribe people with the protein bars to, or if you beat me, I'll buy you anything in the store – to uh now people come in and being like hey i want to join your arm wrestling team and every thursday like we can have like 12 or 16 people that are that are arm wrestling together it's crazy but it's uh, it's definitely growing and do you work there now I, know, uh, I do part-time right now yeah
0: that's crazy so you went in there just arm wrestling people and then eventually you're like fuck i spend so much time here i might as well work here
1: yeah one day i was uh I'd bring my table there and sit there all day challenging people to arm wrestling. And the guy that works there was just like, you know what, you just want to work here. <laughs> I was like, would I still be able to challenge people to arm wrestling while I'm working? And he was like, yeah, as long as there's not like a huge checkout line. Uh, unfortunately, the one thing I regret is while I was working there, I ended up arm wrestling a lot less people there than when I wasn't working. Oh, oh, yeah, it's. Hey, is
0: is it in a strip mall, Etienne?
1: No, uh, yeah, 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 it is kind of like an outdoor kind of little strip. What's the name of the supplement store? It's Athletes Nutrition.
0: Athletes Nutrition in Twenty Nine Palms. Someone can just cruise by there, and if you're there, they can be like, "Hey, Etienne, can I arm wrestle you?"
1: Yeah, and I've I've started taking up less.
0: Is it safe to arm wrestle you? Like, can like just like the bagger from the grocery store that's in the strip mall come over <laughs> every day and arm wrestle you, or w- do, will you will you accidentally hurt someone?
1: If they want to arm wrestle, I, I don't turn down anyone. Uh, I'll, I'll arm wrestle a ninety pound guy or a four hundred pound guy, and I've I've rarely gotten any injuries in that shop. I've only had one person break their arm.
0: Oh, in there, in there while you're working. And
1: it, and it wasn't there. It was actually on Venice Beach um, while I was filming with uh, someone else for a YouTube video. It was unfortunate, but in the shop, the only injuries that happened were torn elbows um, because they weren't listening. And I had like kind of doing my best to guide them to not pull that way. But sometimes when you tell someone if there's ego involved, they think you're telling them what not to do because you're about to lose and right. I'll be holding in my like comfortable spot an inch from the pad, so they'll be like this and then they'll just go crazy and kind of turn their body and like, I really suggest you don't do that, that's not going to work, and then they'll keep doing it and then you just hear Oh
2: boom, I
1: But other than that, it's pretty safe, like I I'll go over with every single person every time, 10 or 15 minutes of warming up and safety and it's almost, it's really kind of a treat to see Different people that are out there. Some people will just be natural right off the go, and some people you can tell someone for 15 minutes exactly how to do it, and they won't do a single thing that you had told them when it actually comes time to that ready to go. And then other people like will we'll do everything perfectly. Some people will do it horrible and be really strong. Some people will do it with perfect form and be, and you won't even feel them. And it's just. Uh, Every time you grow up with someone, it's just a different experience, you know.
0: Um, Speaking of different experiences, this 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 video is fucking amazing right here. Is (laughs) is the shop is the shop closed here?
1: Yes, this is after hours. Okay, here we go. You don't need to hit me right there. Ready, go.
0: Who is that?
1: That's my girlfriend.
0: Oh. <laughs> She's an arm wrestler? Your girlfriend's an arm wrestler? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh.
0: Where did you meet her, Etienne?
1: It's a complicated story, but I met her through arm wrestling.
0: (laughs) Now listen. If you go to an arm wrestling match and there's a girl there and you ask her for her phone number and you date her and you live happily ever after, it's not complicated. It's only complicated if it's someone else's wife or girlfriend, right?
1: Yeah. Like, um... <laughs> oh, it was, it's very... It's a complicated situation.
0: You have to be like, crazy yeah. to bring your girlfriend to an arm wrestling fucking practice. Crazy. Unless you want her to be taken
1: from you. Sorry, go ahead. Well, It was like, I mean, we don't need to get into the crazy details, but we were both in relationships when everything had happened, essentially. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, there were complications in what we were going through, and it didn't even start as like a, oh my God, I want to be with you kind of thing. We kind of found, we ended up on the same team training together, and then kind of found comfort in... Things that similarities we had and stuff that we were going through and then we ended up, you know, like I ended it with my girlfriend at that time and then ended up with her. It wasn't like a I'm leaving you for her type of situation for me. So yeah, it was just yeah, but still it is a complicated like subject essentially.
0: My, my, my wife who's been, who I've been with, I, I mean, she's only, she's only been my wife for, I don't know how many, not, not very long, a few years, but she's been my girlfriend for over 20 years. Right. We, we went to uh, college together. We lived in the same college town and we were, we would do late night script writing together for like every night for like six months. I'd go over to her yeah. house and we would sit down and we would, we were writing this movie script and then, and she had a boyfriend and I basically, I basically after that courted her for like five years and she knew it, but she kept <laughs> me like this at arm's distance. Right. Cause she had a boyfriend, <laughs> right? Yeah. You're like, Hey, nothing's ever going to happen. I got a boyfriend. And then one day she walks into, she, I, I, she walks up to me and she goes, Hey, I broke up with my boyfriend. She told me that I didn't say one word to her. I walked right over to where my girlfriend was in town and said to my girlfriend, uh, I'm breaking out with you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Just like that. <laughs>
0: Oh man,
1: yeah, it's uh and we lived happily ever
0: after. Well, kinda.
1: Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's a funny thing, and and oh look at oh sorry, go
0: ahead, okay, And then someone wrote, and then he fingered me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's um, you know, a lot of people it could be touchy subject, and, and even for me, sometimes it is. But sometimes you just can't. You can't control it. Sometimes these things just they just happen, and it's it's what it is. You know, I, I we did everything as respectfully and best as we could, but you know, sometimes there's just that that energy that you can't really deny.
0: It's really um, uh, old fashioned of you, uh, man and woman together. It's really it's kind of it's kind of like 1960s shit. Now it's like <laughs> now shit's getting weird. <laughs> nah, getting really oh, weird. Shit. you were so old fashioned a girl so scared yeah. what can I uh, say? the the in and, and there's this fusion, you know how like um uh, there's like uh there's that restaurant nobu and it's supposed to be like a fusion of like Mexican and Japanese, I guess, yeah, yeah. there's this fusion with Etienne of this French artist filmmaker arm wrestler that that really like it's not like you're you know like there's kids like you look for something like this week you're non-binary the next week you're straight as fuck the next week after this <laughs> you're uh Um, uh, uh, a goth the next week after, like they're just like jumping from identity to identity. They can't take a deep breath and and they need to really go out into Joshua Tree and find themselves. But instead, they're just jumping. With you, you didn't. You're not. You didn't dump things. You're like fusion. You you're adding things. Um, to you're a peculiar mix, right? You're like a Great Dane fucked a Dachshund. You're like, wow, (laughs) that dog before. Like you're you're a trippy mix, right? Uh, Something
1: like that. Yeah,
0: like something weird is fused together that's not a common. It's like when you talk to someone, um, I have this friend, Greg Glass- Greg Glassman, he's always juxtaposing words together that I would never imagine would go together. wish I could give yeah. you an example, but that's oh, what you are. You know what I mean? They're like poets or like Tupac rappers are like that. You're like, whoa, you put those two words together. Yeah. That's your, you, you've, you've really come together as this kind of unique creature. I, I don't even know if you know it because it's you, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess it's just things that I've, I've wanted to do. And then, End up merging together, and I always, I've always wanted to like uh, make films. So after I made my short film, everyone's like, "You got to move to LA and be an actor." I move there. I wouldn't say it's a mistake, but I definitely learned a lot from being in Hollywood. <laughs> that uh, that helped me realize I'd definitely like to, to make my own things instead of going through the process of getting in something big and having to do a bunch of other things to get there but um i i realized i love arm wrestling and i'm like well there's something i can do with this you know i want to document where i'm going with it i want one i feel like it's i mean it's what it is but there's so many arm wrestlers out there that work and train like a, like actual athletes and there's others that don't but there's so many athletic arm wrestlers out there that really are going all out and and they get nothing out of it. And I'm like, well, if I could bring arm wrestling to a place where it gets a spotlight and people are viewing it and then there can be more money in it, more sponsors and just more opportunities for all these other people. And of course, I would be awesome to, to do that for myself. and I've got like a couple sponsors now and stuff like that. It's, it's nothing where I'm like making a crazy living off of it yet, but I'm able to, to do, what I love, without having someone tell me what to do, you know, I pick up a few shifts at the supplement shop to help pay some bills and stuff along the way. Um,
0: um, and I, I got this impression. This is very interesting. This comment because I got this impression from uh, Travis too. This is how Travis explained to you, not about himself. Travis is a very open-minded guy, but um, he said that this is how the community in general, um, accepted you in the beginning. I feel bad for judging him so early as someone who competes. I was probably jealous. He was getting so much attention as a novice. I'm happy that he's competing now. Yeah. Travis explained to me, he's like, yeah, this dude came on the scene and people just thought we're fucking hating on him. Now you get into a hook with him and you're fucked. And (laughs) I mean, but Travis is, is not, you know, he's, I don't know how well you know him, but he's like, he's really open-minded. He's like, yeah,
1: He's he's well, crazy. Those,
0: he was probably excited. The energy and and the he loves weirdos.
1: Yeah, Travis is one of those characters in, in and john where I was like, man, this guy's confidence is something I'm never gonna have. Like he's just that cool, cool dude. You know, he, like he man, is cool. I was, I was never that. I was always introverted, and I'm like, but I watched it. And I'm just like, man, how do I get more like that while being a hero like John and having Alexi's strength and all this? But like at the end of the day, I, I remember meeting Travis. I'm like, man, he is. He is as cool as he is in person as he is on video, and uh, he's being nice. My, I would—that is know, my weird, right? Is that is, is like, cool.
0: Sorry, go ahead.
1: Sorry, sorry. <laughs> go ahead. No, my, i mean, ideally, my goal is to have as hook of a strong, uh, a strong kind of dyslexic, uh, a hook as strong as Travis says. But it's not there yet. It's just, uh, it's just my favorite spot to pull in, and I'm able to stop some people along the way.
0: Um, it is weird that he's as cool in person as he is on TV that and maybe even cooler. And then when you hear yeah. his story, I mean, you know about his son too, right? Yeah. yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, is, is, is Etienne a bit Japanese? Do you have any Japanese in you? Do you have any Asian in you?
1: Uh, Filipino. Okay. Yeah. It's um, like, uh, did that ancestry DNA thing where you spit in a tube and send it off. And it's like, Oh, um, a bunch of stuff in
0: me <laughs> um, when you do that use a fake name oh
1: well, I wish I would have known
0: yeah well nice. <laughs> okay.
1: yeah I'll do it next time um uh
0: cause you don't want your uncle like who killed someone 30 years ago going to jail cause they connect him to you or some shit you know what I mean
1: <laughs> yeah I didn't think about that huh?
0: okay so there's someone in my comments who is always mentioning a guy named Larry Wheels
1: yeah He's... Uh,
0: and then here he is on your um, uh, uh, Instagram.
1: He's he's so... Uh, so, basically, Larry's story is like... I don't know the full story, but he had like many hardships, went through addiction, and then he found strength sports to kind of get him out of that. And every single sport that he's gotten into, he quickly climbed to the top. And got into arm wrestling, people that were like half my strength were pinning him on day one, and now all of a sudden, he's got a left arm that's arguably the strongest in California, and he's winning almost every tournament he enters now. So oh, he's super, not in? super humble. Nice.
0: He's not in Dubai anymore?
1: He just moved to California a few months ago.
0: Oh, shit. Hey, he's got a bit of a rock vibe to him, huh? Like his smile and his...
1: He does. He very. He does, and he's. He's like. He's that nice in person. Like he'll. He'll take the time to talk to you, and like if someone goes up to him for a picture, he'll take the picture. I think one of my teammates um, is a powerlifter, and is a, was very excited to meet him on this day. And he told me later he went up to Larry to ask for advice on something, and Larry uh, politely declined in that moment said if you wait a little while later, I'll come up to you and we can talk about it. And he did exactly that. And I'm just like, man, this guy's a class act. So
0: um uh, I see in this video right here too that um Alan Fisher's chomping at the bit to pull him. Out But for those of you who don't know, yeah. that bald guy in the back there is 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 a staple in the um arm wrestling world. Uh yeah. I, I don't know. Gazillions of world champions. Is he just chomping at the bit to pull Larry? Is that what, I mean look he looks like uh, he's they- ready for you just to move
1: over. Look at him. They they pulled in the overalls because uh, that day I got uh, was this that day? yeah I got second to Alan Fisher uh, can't seem to figure him out yet but uh, he pulled uh, Larry in the overalls and Larry was able to hook him in
0: and then there's this I mean have you pulled with everyone now I mean in the states who's anyone in, in North America here you are with Devin. this is crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah I I'm missing a few but uh, I've pulled definitely a lot of my idols I'd like to um, really get some more pulling with John and more as well and he's probably closer to me than most of everybody else but who
0: John and who who's the second person you said
1: well I, I was just saying like I'd like to pull with John more oh. I've met him once but I've never really got to like work with him or really like have a conversation past like a two second arm wrestle, you know. That's some random practice.
0: And and where is this with Devin? You went up is this in Canada? You went up there?
1: No, this is uh this is the place where um it's the Alpha Empire team pretty much. So um I remember this is actually a funny funny thing. Like I'm not very like I'm not a person it's like oh like give me a sign kind of person but like um I was working at the shop, and uh, Devin, like, I I just looked down at my phone because it's ringing, and it says Devin Larratt. I'm like, how the heck? Like, I don't even remember him my number, but I guess like uh, someone gave me my number, and I answered, and it was him. And he was saying he's driving through, and he we're potentially planning to meet at the shop to make a video, and he's filming his documentary. So he had the crew at that time; it didn't work, so he let me know that. Um, He's going to be at this place. And it wasn't on a usual Sunday. It was on like a Tuesday, I think. So I called or I, I walked out. Like he told me this at 9 or 10 p.m. And it was like the next day. And I'm like, damn it, I'm working. I worked every Tuesday. I'm like, I probably can't go. But I walked outside and I'm standing there. And I'm just like, oh man, if only there was some sign that just told me to, to do this because I think I'd already called off too much days from work beforehand. So, like, it's not a good idea to. And like the biggest shooting star, and I have seen you see a lot out here, and I haven't seen one in a long time. This insane shooting star, and like green, just like flew through the sky, and I was like, "All right, that's it." I called the I called the owner of the shop. I'm like, "Hey, yeah, uh, I'm gonna need tomorrow off." And he was like, "What the fuck?" But he ended up being like super cool about it. I told him it was Devin, because I'm always like, we have a couple overlapping days where we would work together. And I'm yeah. always watching videos. So when he heard Devin's name, he's like, "Okay, you have to go." And uh, we ended, I ended up making up to him by covering for him for a while. But like, uh, thanks to him, I was able to meet Devin. So, um,
0: what's going on over your TikTok account? Is your TikTok account as big as this uh, Instagram account? Uh, how, how many followers do you have like, on TikTok?
1: I think it's nine hundred k right now. But I'm Holy going through like shit. a. A slight shadow band because I did a, a live video in my garage, and you know, I'm supposed to have people like under 16. And one of my teammates' kids is like 13, and he ran through the camera. And instantly, right when he appeared on the camera, um, or not 13, he was even younger, like uh, maybe nine or 10. Right when he went onto the camera, my whole TikTok screen went black.
0: No kind of like shit. The-
1: so yeah, it's taking a little bit to keep the views back up there, but it was like a... Wait a like, second.
0: No one, no one no 13 or under is allowed on TikTok, period? No images?
1: I think it was 13. Now it's like 16 on oh, live. Videos are fine, but oh. live. And so it was so weird how it was detected. Maybe there's there was like maybe 9,000 people uh, in the chat watching. And this kid pops in and half a second later, the live goes black. And I was confused and I looked at my phone said I broke a guideline. And I was like, what the heck? And I look, and you, you had a minor in your video or someone underage. And I was like, damn it. Holy and,
0: shit. Uh, what if it would have, yeah, just, couldn't yeah. you just been like, hey, that was a dwarf?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty uh, a sumptuous of them, right? Like that could have been my third cousin who's older than me, who knows.
0: And and how does this work? Do you just do you repost the same thing on both TikTok and Instagram for both audiences? Because it looks like it's the uh, same
2: stuff.
1: yeah. You know? Yeah, in, in general, right now, like uh, I'm just kind of doing my best to finesse the algorithm back on TikTok so I could get back into like the millions of views range where I was. Uh, it's a little difficult after being somewhat temporarily banned, it's not impossible. So, most of the time, I'll film something and then I'll kind of like put it on like, so on Facebook. You might not be able to use the same music right TikTok. <laughs> right now when this
0: is a great <laughs> this is a great video here. So here we go. But that's all
2: perspective.
0: Oh, Two hundred Something's going on here. I'm gonna have to mute it. So this is um this guy works at the store with you and he way- outweighs you by hundred pounds.
1: That is the guy that I first arm wrestled on the counter and had nothing for, and it took me forever to be able to beat him.
0: And no one believed you that he's 100 pounds more than you, and so you guys switch shirts.
1: For some reason, no one would believe that in the videos. Yeah, so he we're just like, you know what? Let's just do this.
0: Dude, he holds <laughs> that weight so well, though.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: he does. He holds that weight so well. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's a, um, he's a-
0: you um and, and are you are you loving this this whole instagram thing in in how and how were you are you surprised that it's, it's grown like this
1: well it definitely happened in a way that i didn't expect but it was it's always something i wanted to do like i was like right when, when i first started a couple of weeks into my practice arm wrestling practice i'd bring a gopro and I'd had like this little mountain. I just stick it on the arm wrestling table and let it record. And I was like, I'm gonna make something with this. And I started making YouTube videos. And then, kind of, uh, I went from YouTube, TikTok, and I kind of didn't do anything on YouTube. Grew the TikTok, and then everyone was like, Oh, you're just a TikTok guy. You're just there's no reason why you're just a TikTok guy. And I was like, I wonder why I'm only posting on TikTok for some reason. And then. I started posting on other platforms and stuff would do well there too. And I was like, okay, so I guess it's kind of cool knowing that it's not just people on TikTok that want to see it. And then it gives you diversity on different platforms. So if you get temporarily banned on TikTok, you have a couple other platforms you can post on. So
0: everywhere you go, though, people know you now. There's almost like a target on your head, right? Everywhere you go, you're just you're not just another arm wrestler. You're the guy with the big arm wrestling account.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's like, it's funny. I remember when it was first starting to blow up, a lot of arm wrestlers, that I really look up to. And some of the ones that I even talked with, like to ask for help when I first started arm wrestling, uh, someone like I log on to Facebook and I was tagged in something I just saw like a crappy comment. I'm like, oh, that sucks. And then I look at the thread. It's 134 comments, and like 130 of them are like great armresters that I like. Not like super elite, but like really good ones talking crap about me. I'm like, damn. That's how everyone sees me. That I'm like, because there's one point where I first started. Like my first, uh, you know, I had a couple million view TikToks, and a million views doesn't mean a million likes, right? My first million liked TikTok, I think, had like 4,000 comments, and 3,000 of them were hate comments towards me. And uh, I was going through my health issues at the time. I still had my gallbladder in. Um, I remember like sitting up in bed, like I don't think I had like a anxiety attack. I was like, oh, this is what? What is this? And I realized at that moment, I just have to like let it go and not let it bother me. And I didn't. And so every other comment I got from TikTok, I'd almost laugh it off and kind of make a spin-off or a video on it addressing it and how ridiculous it was. But then uh, like a year ago or so, when, when I got like all those comments from arm wrestlers, I was like, shoot, like that hurt then too. And then I kind of needed to correct myself and be like, all right, let it go. People are going to speak whatever they want. Just keep doing what you're doing. You know, it just, it does suck though. Like you get a lot of hate when you're really just attempting to grow a sport you love or, or in general, I guess, Doing anything you love and get that, but you have to imagine like people hate for their own reasons and they're entitled to that. It's fine, like it's perfectly fine. It's uh, it's life. You're not gonna like everyone you encounter, and I wouldn't expect it. But uh, I remember like the first arm wrestler I talked to, and I, I was like only talking good about him everywhere I go. I'm like this is my favorite arm wrestler. He's not the best, but I love him. And then I seeing the comments he put about me, I was just like, oh, I felt that one right here. <laughs>
0: you you know you know what it is do you know what it is that why people write negative stuff about you do you have you figured it out
1: i mean i have a little bit of ideas like maybe it's just because like uh i'm getting like sort of like attention in a way that they don't like or something i don't know it's just
0: I, i would guess it's three main reasons one um arm wrestling is a click and i don't mean that in a negative way but it's it's a clicky group and 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 everyone has to everyone who enters has to be hazed a little bit yeah. then the second thing is um yeah the attention you're getting but the third thing is dude is like you're so unique as a person and so there's like an unknown element about you that scares people it's like it's like people being afraid of gay people, or being afraid of like dwarves, or like being afraid of the guy with one leg. Mis- you know what I mean? Like you just stare at the guy from yeah. the corner of your eye walking down towards you with one leg missing. And little kids aren't afraid of him, right? They walk up to him be like, "Hey, where's your leg?" Yeah. Like there's a there's an element about you that's um, that's unknown, and people who are afraid, like people and it just it just insecure people. Most people are seriously seriously insecure. Um, um, I don't know, compared to like girls who are afraid of spiders right or people who are afraid of spiders yeah. it's just idiocy um uh it's it's like that but there's you should know that there's nothing um it's not like you're the fucking island boys do you know what i mean those guys are fucking uh-huh. weird but they also like they need help like you you can like like yo know, they their moms um i understand why they get 4000 pieces of hate even though they need compassion right those guys like need their parents back in their life and like to stop putting tattoos on their face but with you it's not like that i i can't convey to you how what a unique uh like like you're cool you're a fucking cool dude man you 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 beat your own drummer it's so obvious um you are a uh you're a fun dude man you're you're absolutely uh you you're a gift to the sport to be honest with you. They need people like you in order to like you make it accessible to more people.
1: I appreciate that. That means a lot cuz literally like the goal is to get home wrestling out there so people can... it's it's crazy like uh I'll uh
0: hold on, hold on a second. Imagine thinking only girls are afraid of spiders. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. I'll strike that from the record. All right. Oh, All right. Man. Fine. Fine. I, I I I I'll I'll retract that.
1: Fine, even though it's true. Go on. So yeah. go ahead. It's like I, I was going to North Carolina a few months ago for a super match and um, to watch
0: or to participate.
1: To participate. And it was my first time traveling um, since my health issues. And I, I grew up like moving place to place. So I'm used to flying on planes. I love heights. I, I want to uh, learn to fly, plane actually. But, um, for some reason, after my health issues, I felt like I'd get like a spike of anxiety, and feel nauseous if I was enclosed in this, in this space. Like for some weird reason, uh, before I got my gallbladder removed, if I went into a drive-through, I'm fine. But the second someone pulls in behind me and I'm locked in, I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to be sick. Like, why? Why do I feel like this? And I know it's my head, but it's because you know, being for sick for a year and a half, you know, I think something hit me around the two-week mark where I was like, I've never been sick for this long in my life. Why do I feel like I'm, uh, constantly in a horrible state? Like I was so nauseous for a year and a half, um, awake that in my dreams I was also nauseous and dizzy and spinning. So I almost never had uh, like a break. Like I'd, I'd, I'd lay in bed all day or sit up in bed. And then when I'd go to sleep, I'd have a dream. Uh, I was, can, like, and like spinning and nauseous and I'd have a dream like that I couldn't arm wrestle or I couldn't do anything or I just was like it was really weird so I guess that kind of gave me like a new form of anxiety which I'm not used to so I didn't know how I was going to handle being on the plane was nerve wracking and people are recognizing me and I'm like shit like oh man <laughs> there we go but uh, when someone comes up to me in the airport and they're like oh you're the arm wrestling guy you're the, you're the whisperer and I'm like yeah, and that's cool, but I'm like, do you know who John Brazink is? Like, because you should know. You should know right, who he is right. more than me. And yeah.
0: How'd you do in the super match?
1: I ended up winning four to two, but uh, it was not easy. I was nervous. I was in my first my first time on wrestling in another state, and it ended up. Uh, for a super match and it ended up being across the you know coast and the first round I got flash pinned (laughs) the first round
0: nest of six you got flash pinned on the first round first
1: yeah and everyone there is like going to be in the guy's favor um because he's oh you were on
0: his home turf
1: yeah yeah he's the number one in that state of his weight and uh, I just remember I get flash pinned the way they set it up was everyone was like circled around and everyone's just cheering for him. I'm like, I did not come out here for this. Like I did not come all the way out here for this. So, uh, I ended up like mentally being like, you know, if I'm going to stop his hit, he's going to like, I have to really put everything into it. So at one point, like I was like around, round three or four, I'm like, he ended up getting another pin on me. But this time he took my wrist back. I'm like, if, if, uh, He's gonna beat me, he's gonna have to break my arm because it's at that point where it's like I'm not just trying to catch him, like I'm gonna put everything into it.
0: Hold on, Etienne. Hold oh, on, hold on. First round he flash pinned you just with straight side pressure.
1: Uh yeah, he just he kind of had pressure in my fingertips and I couldn't wrap my wrist around his, so he just flash pinned me. And then second the second round, round
0: he flashed he and then the second round he just straight top rolled you?
1: Second round I caught him. Oh. Um and the straps, he we slipped, went to the straps. I caught him and then, you know, I hooked him and then pinned him. Okay. Uh, third round, he adjusted, but this is where I really got worried because the first round, like, I didn't get wrist to wrist, but he didn't take my wrist back. The third round, he took my wrist back and flash pinned me. And I was like, he figured something out. He's going to be able out of the straps. Wrist.
0: That wasn't even in the straps. Third round, he pinned you out of the straps with the top roll. Uh,
1: in the straps in the straps okay con- okay which was more concerning because that was my plan was to get him in the straps and then he did that to me in the straps so i was like "Shit! if, if i am going to have anything for him i have to give it everything and i'll have to break my arm and then i kind of went in with that mindset i believe i won every round after that and then i think i kind of ended up top rolling him in the last round but in a very funny way, I was going for the slip and he ended up holding on, so I ended up top rolling him and he oh. accidentally touched the pad. Yeah, but he is a, a great sport, it's a great dude. We talked for a while after it, uh, I could see why he's a legend from where he's from. He's just, uh, so really overall, it's not just like based off his own wrestling capabilities, it's just like kind of how he is as a person. You can tell, like, oh, yeah, I can see why people.
0: Um, I, I want to show you guys something here really quick. Sorry, Etienne. It, 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 excuse me for saying. I have to explain stuff to the to the listeners. So these are the kind of guys he arm wrestles. Big buff guys who fuck the table. He wears a a Batman mask. Um, he he he. His girlfriend arm wrestles. He's wearing sunglasses in this um in this video here with um uh Alan Fisher, right? Um, he, here, I, like I showed you, here's the guy, uh, humping the table and here's the, um, uh, Batman mask. Um, here he is. Uh, he, he arm wrestles randos in a fucking, um, supplement store. He built his own fucking table. Here he is with sunglasses again. Um, here he is <laughs> arm wrestling a guy who's 400 pounds. And so you're right here. He is with this. He's a fucking YouTuber. Here he is proud of his little YouTube plaque. And you want me to ask him <laughs> why he has his fucking sunglasses on? And he's already told me he's been up all night, and he wears sunglasses everywhere. And he's a—he's like part thespian. This is a fucking weirdo I'm interviewing. I don't give a fuck why he has sunglasses on. You understand? Like it's not—it's like not, like I already know. I—I I, I already know it doesn't matter. He's just—he's doing him. He's having fun. He's doing him. Yeah, there
1: there is a story as oh, to Oh, okay, why fine. I was
0: wrong. I Take all that back. Day. You guys were right. Here comes the story. I apologize. Sorry. Okay.
1: I, I always, I've always worn sunglasses anyway. Just uh, okay. I just I, I love apologize. ADHD, you guys
0: but, were all right. Okay, okay. okay.
1: Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, long story short, I thought I was getting better after my stomach had exploded. Two weeks in, um, my girlfriend at the time, I woke up and I felt great. And I, I had a weird thing where I actually thought I was going crazy because I wake up feeling great. And then um, I was like, "Why do well, I feel so great? Like I can do whatever." And then I eat something, and then I feel like the whole world comes crashing down. And I didn't put two and two together forever, but uh, so I'm like, "All right," she had to go pick up a car two hours away, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll go with you. Let me eat something. I eat something." I'm like, "No, I can't go. I just feel absolutely horrible now again. I, like I physically felt every time I ate, I have to lay down." So she leaves, and I lay down. And I'm just laying in bed with my eyes closed. And um, I feel like all this light is coming into the room and everything just gets so bright. And it felt like my head was going to explode. And there was just all this tons of pressure. I felt like I was going to die. And then I was just like, okay, I guess sleeping's out of the picture. Um, for some reason, after that day, um, it felt like my brain was swelling my eyes were so sensitive that pretty much for that whole year I had a constant migraine. So I pretty much had to wear shades everywhere, you know, like a power strip has that little red light. Yeah. Um, I couldn't go to sleep in my pitch black room with that power strip plugged in. And as everyone knows, it's in everyone's room. You don't notice it. So I unplugged that and then the moon and it's like, like a a Cheshire moon. That's not even that bright. Would shine through the blinds. And when my eyes closed, some weird thing was happening. I don't know what, but it felt like light would keep coming in and building up. And my eyes would just be like white, bright, even in the middle of the night. And that moonlight would just build up in intensity. And then I'd have to open my eyes and get an insane migraine. So I'd have to roll like a black towel and put it above my eyes just to sleep. And then I'd see like pulses of like uh, lights. Pretty much had a fucking migraine for like a year and a half was the kind of person that grew up and I haven't had a single headache. And wearing the shades helped a lot after I got my gallbladder moved. The inflamed stomach and the light sensitivity kind of stuck. The light sensitivity is a lot better. But right now, if I were to walk outside without my shades from the garage to my house, which is like 100 feet, and then go lay down and attempt to sleep, I won't be able to. Uh, I'll be like, my eyes will be like burned with brightness and it'll make me feel a little bit off. And that's why I, I kind of wear the shades pretty much where everywhere and it's fine. Like everyone thinks I'm a douchebag about it. Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe.
0: I wish yeah. I would have, uh, geez, Louise <laughs> simmer down. Seve were just ruffling feathers. And now look, he has a story. I, I don't, didn't want to hear that story. I preferred thinking he was just a fucking <laughs> cool dude who wore sunglasses. Uh, God damn it.
1: Hey, listen. uh, I don't think a
0: guy who carries a switchblade in his back pocket and in a pack of cigarettes and rolls them up in his sleeves is a douchebag. I think it's cool, and I think wearing sunglasses at night is cool. I like all that shit. I I can't do it. That's why I wear. See, mine are clear down here at the bottom, Etienne, (laughs) so that like if I look down at my phone, I can see my phone. You know
1: what I mean? So they're just really dark appearing, and and clear down here. That it's it looks badass. Like I I can't pull that off like you can, but. Honestly, I think... What do you mean you can't
0: pull it off? Look at you. You're wearing fucking Tom Cruise glasses inside. Mirrored mirrored (laughs) fucking... You're pulling it off.
1: Okay, so for some weird reason, I'm 5'9", but my head is big for my body. Uh, Regular hats don't fit me. And uh, sunglasses. These aren't regular aviators. They're extra large aviators. Most aviators you find are like 58 to 60 millimeter. These are like 64. And for some weird reason... Growing up I could never find a pair of shades that fit me like uh, and these were the only pair like so it's like the only pair of shades I can wear are aviators <laughs> that uh, that I won't look half half dumb in but yeah I mean I probably will wear the shades whenever now even when my eyes do heal because they are getting better over time and I still technically am wearing them I could probably sit in here without them if I really wanted to but there was a point in time where where that would be a nightmare
0: um i i I, it's funny i've never thought of uh i I find people with really large heads very attractive i love wonder woman because gal gadot because i always think she has just a fucking a ginormous head oh does she i mean i think so maybe it's just she has a giant forehead look at look at schwarzenegger has a giant head i just think when i you know wonder woman gal gadot yeah yeah and i have this girl coming on Either tomorrow or in the next couple of days, who's got a big head? Bethany Shadburn. I really like her head. Look at that big oh, yeah. fucking... Oh, wait. Where's that big one? <laughs> God, God. Wonder Woman is wonderful, isn't she?
1: Oh, yeah. She does have a big forehead, huh?
0: Yeah, she got a... Look at her. Look at her. Here she is with your, uh, eight, uh, with your glasses on. How many pairs of glasses do you have, Etienne?
1: Well, when I could find the right pair... I'll stock up on it. So for a long time, like the big companies, they don't have like the big size that I want, like Ray brand or everything. They're too small. So I have to find shades from local gas stations. And oh. when I find them, like sometimes they're still too small. If I get a big one, I'm like, all right, I'm stocking up. But uh, right now these are like custom made ones. So I have like a, a pretty good stock of them right now, but I'm actually selling them. So the stock's probably not as big as I think because they're selling but i have definitely one or two aside for me
0: at least they're affordable There, uh enormous tits i would take this uh serious maybe you've done this before for the love of god etienne do a parasite cleanse they build up over time especially around the full moon
1: parasite cleanse I will, i'm gonna have to look it up i don't even know where to begin with that but yeah definitely.
0: ivermectin iver no i don't know there are there are uh, pa- parasite cleanses hey I know three people, actually. I don't know if it's become the trendy thing, but I know three people in the last three months who had some pretty significant parasites.
1: Really?
0: That they didn't even know about. Yeah, one of them for sure was very serious because the person was getting lesions, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Definitely, Look that up. Anything that can help them um,
0: really? Uh, Mason Mitchell, uh, being a dick like usual. I appreciate it. When a person is being interviewed, I always hope to see as little of their face as possible. It really helps to connect. Thank you, dickhead. Appreciate it. You're a good dude. Um, well, what kind of Harley is that behind him? A Fat Bob or a Sportster?
1: Oh uh, yeah, a Fat Bob.
0: Uh. Does oh, this is a good question. I like this. Um, does he have a chain wallet? That do you have a chain wallet?
1: <laughs> no, I have a, a ridge wallet, it's a very thin little wallet where you could only fit like 12 cards, but it's more than I need really.
0: He's um, he's a Filipino and French,
1: yeah. It's like the main two main ones Filipino, French, and then it goes to like I think I'm 20% Scottish and then English, Irish like that but the main one is filipino french i believe and
0: of course like usual everyone loves uh um uh big heads her jawline is hot um gal is gal gal whatever name is beautiful five head um does she really have a big (laughs) head or does she just have a huge forehead let's just go with she has a big head hey how do you feel today when you came on the podcast did you feel like shit did you feel like shit where you like fuck i've been up all night i don't want to do this shit
1: well luckily like this is around the time that i've been going to sleep at so if i were to kind of go to sleep and then wake up i'd probably feel a lot worse right now i feel okay uh it's just it's more tough so that my schedule is completely messed up and i have like a day to correct that before i fly to hawaii and then compete in a tournament a few days after that but, uh, that's what's next for you. Out.
0: That's that's what your next week looks like. You're going to Hawaii.
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to fly out there and I'm going to compete in my first tournament out there, which is uh it's probably more nerve wracking than most of them because obviously I grew up in Hawaii and uh, there's more pressure to perform there. I also don't want to tell every, anyone out there, but I have a <laughs> ruptured, I, I ruptured a disc in my back Ooh. and. Uh, I like hitting in tournaments and just turning like I'm not even I got this watch sent to me by this like pretty cool company and it's supposed to track your sleep and I can't even track my sleep because I'm not staying still long enough for it to activate
2: yeah <laughs> because I'm wow.
1: back and uh, yeah it's like uh, it's not great so I'm gonna have to figure something out but I don't want to ruin it I just want to bring everything I have and do my best but it kind of sucks that like oh I could have been like a local tournament where that happened to go compete in Hawaii, and this is like not happening with my back. But I'll, I'll find a way around it, and I'll still do my best. So.
0: Hey, dude. Um. Uh, you should. You should. One of my sponsors is California Peptides, but okay. you should get Peptides BPC one five seven, and shoot it into oh, your yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. You should fucking I do act- that. I, um, I
1: actually uh, heard so much I'm, about that stuff.
0: Yeah, you should do that. You should try that. Um, you should hundred percent try that. I've been shooting into my. I had a fucked up bicep, and uh, I've been shooting it in there for the last two weeks, and it's crazy. I, I think I might be fucking healed. I was lowering a seventy pound dumbbell as, as slow as I can, and something weird yeah. happened in there. And uh, and I've been just nursing it for four months, and it, it's kind of crazy. And uh, but but fuck my testimony. There's a guy. Uh, I don't know if you know who um. Andrew Schultz is I, the comedian.
1: Yeah, he I saw that clip. Go ahead. On your on your Instagram, where uh, someone someone used the BBC and like in two days in their back or something.
0: Yeah, Andrew Huberman. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the yeah. he's like some some Stanford neuro fucking uh, biologist, and he's like, yeah, I did two shots into my ruptured disc after it hurting forever and ever, and I totally know that feeling. Um, last not last night, but the night before, I only got up two times. And because I have a fucked up back too, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's yeah. fucking pretty amazing for me to only get up twice in the middle of the night." Like by get up, I mean uh-huh. just like roll, wake up. I don't mean actually get out of bed, but I mean like wake right, up. Right. Yeah, you'll you never when your back's fucked up, you never want to sleep. It just you just know that when you wake up, it's gonna seize up, right? And you just hate. Oh
1: my it. gosh, yeah, yeah. I mean, so you got like a um, a code for the CA peptides or something, or it's
0: like. It's just um, you can just go to their website. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you use my name, you get free shipping. But you should try to okay. get it. Bef- you should try to get it before
1: you go to Hawaii. It'll probably have to be like shift to Hawaii if they do that. Or you
0: could go. Or you could go somewhere to, uh, locally and buy it. I don't yeah. know where. But if not, you should definitely check it out. The BPC uh, one five seven, and then there's another one. Uh, BPC. T-500 that someone swears by. I guess I should say I'm no fucking doctor, but I'm just TB telling you. T-B-500 just...
1: or something, right?
0: Yeah. Have you heard of that one too?
1: Yeah, I heard that they them both, like, combined synergistically.
0: Yeah, that's what someone told me too. I haven't done the um, the fi- the 500. Oh, yeah. Here it is. I haven't done the 500. Um, and some people say it's just bullshit too, but fuck, so far it's, it's... – everyone I know <laughs> – When I say, and the people who say it's bullshit haven't taken it or they're on steroids. So the people on steroids are
1: like, fuck, this is
0: nothing. But I'm not on steroids. So
1: I'm I'm a believer in peptides. Like I take collagen peptides and it works wonders for like tendons and stuff for arm wrestling. So I I, I really do think BPC is something that can be great.
0: All right, brother. Well, great having you on the show. Great to meet you. Um, I hope our paths cross again. There's ever oh look at Andrew Hiller here he is this is the guy this is one of the guys that kind of got me into peptides him and uh, California uh, peptides TB TB five hundred yeah and this and this guy is on testosterone and he still swears by peptides
1: oh wow well that says something for sure yeah
0: all right dude uh hey um great to meet you I hope our paths cross again I'm excited for what the future holds for you uh I, I guess the takeaways are um uh, uh, parasites. And uh, peptides.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if I got anything, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a parasite cleanse. Take some BPC. It should be unstoppable.
0: All right. Safe See travels. It. If you ever want to um tell the story about the, the juicy details of you and your um girlfriend meeting and, and the drama <laughs> around it, uh, please come back. I would
1: oh, love to hear at. that.
0: I li- I love I love good drama. Makes for good podcast.
1: <laughs> hey, Siobhan, thank you so much for having me, man. It was a pleasure to be on here.
0: Anytime, brother. I'm glad you have my phone number. Hey, you—you're a droid? Yes. That's a final question. Why?
1: Why? Why? <laughs> uh, no particular reason. I so I go through. No phones. one wants to
0: do group threads with a droid, or no one wants I to do group I know. threads I know. with I a break, So I
1: break phones easily. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Okay. Unfortunately, and every time I break a phone, ever since I was like, I don't know, like got phones like late high school. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have an iPhone when it breaks, I'm going to go to Android and then back and back and forth. So that way I'm like, I'm kind of like seeing the best of each on top. All right. I can appreciate both for what they are, but iPhone definitely is smoother in terms of like using, but I do feel like Android can do a lot too. Androids are great.
0: Just no one wants to be friends with you. That's it. It's just, it's true. listen to this. I'm okay with that. Okay, fine. Look at this ridiculous comment. Check the rules of your competition to make sure peptides aren't banned. Uh, uh arm wrestling is um how shall i say it open-minded a freestyle <laughs> untethered are, untethered to the rules there are, there
1: are some things where like uh uh are very highly tested in arm wrestling but not not in the u.s
0: oh interesting Oh, uh, James is back. Sorry, I'm 20 minutes back into the pod, but addressing the hate, I think it was arm-wrestling novices as a competitive arm-wrestler, and to show how strong you are, most of us can crush people off the street. Oh, I see what he's saying. Okay. He's saying that he was just frustrated that you were crushing people off the street.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, see, that that brings back something. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people were just like, oh, who cares that this guy can beat people off the street? Can he beat any other arm-wrestler? They thought I was like, oh, you're just showing off to these non-arm-wrestlers to the world how strong you are, but no, like uh, when I started posting my videos, it was kind of like I could really only walk across the street and arm wrestle at the shop. I wasn't physically able to drive two hours and train with that team, with like how my health issues were. So I had to challenge the only people that walked in the store to arm wrestle, and it happened to be non-arm wrestlers. And I'm like, well, I might as well film it.
0: You would live and in I the middle it. of nowhere.
1: Yeah, I always told people my ultimate goal from living out here was to find a team of people that are stronger than me so I can just unleash everything I have every week and get stronger on it. And I'm getting very close to finding these freaks of nature that are coming in very strong. And I feel like in a couple months might be beating me or holding me. And it's like, wow, this goal that I'd, that I'd set even before, really like wanting to post these videos and interactions is coming to life. And I think that's cool. But everyone... Kind of oversees that or doesn't understand it because I never really made it public. The only thing I made public was the videos, right? So
0: they have they have drug testing and arm wrestling overseas. You've heard of that,
1: yeah? Like, and the crazy thing is, not just like uh, steroids. Someone could take like a regular like a nootropic. Someone just took a nootropic and tested for it and is banned for like a year or two now. And he was like this amazing world class arm wrestler. I heard it's like wow crazy
0: nootropic uh yeah. hey have you had any have any dudes uh, entered the um uh women's class yet in arm wrestling
1: <laughs> uh i think there's one i think there's no shit one dude but it's, it's like he is he's a dude uh it's yes
0: yeah, i'm surprised not that's bad. allowed i'm surprised that's tolerated in the arm wrestling community
1: Did you freeze? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I uh, – it's definitely – I don't beauty. think I,
0: – and I have a hard stance on it. I don't think men should compete against – well, I don't think – I don't mind men competing against women. I don't think men should compete against women pretending that they're women. I have a pretty strong stance on that. P- firm. I, I, I'm, I'm, I agree. Man, I'm open to being having pleasure. my mind changed, but so far no one is no, too I, close to I changing.
1: stand the same way, and I think I think almost everyone in our wrestling does as well. It's uh, – yeah, it's – it's ridiculous at that point that the guy's just going to be every single woman pretty much or she or he's going to be every single woman every single time he enters so it's like if you want to be if you're a guy and you want to be a woman that's great go for it that's fine right. like, I'm, I'm all for it but let's be real you're born a man you grew up with testosterone advantages your bones are going to be more dense you're, you're going to crush these women you've got them the frame of a man it's not like you grew up as a woman and then even, like, took testosterone later on. Like, you know, it's just completely different and it's unfair. It's, it's bullshit.
2: All right.
0: Thank you very uh, much. Safe travels to Hawaii. I appreciate you doing this. Uh, and uh, and uh, sleep well, my friend.
1: Thank you, man. Of course. Take care. All right, brother.
0: Ciao. Etienne, the arm wrestling whisperer. now what now what what do you want to do hour and 40 minutes in now what i'm getting my haircut today let me see um let me see what's going on in my uh in my house see how much i'm gonna fool around with you guys today
2: oh shit
0: really i liked him that was a stony cat i had to work a little bit right i couldn't i could not let his energy level uh i'd, I'd let him be his own person and me be my own person right bluetooth uh he was mellow he was mellow okay here we go uh Very mellow. Hello. 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 Oh hi. Oh shit. Hi. For, for some reason, it's not working. Um, my phone's not working here. Oh hey. Um. Uh. What What's the plan today? Um. I don't have one. Don't know. Are, are you Are you Are you going? You're going somewhere? Oh Oh. oh Do you want okay. me to make you? Okay. I, I teach tonight. Okay. So. And then you're, um, and, okay. Why? All right, I'm just trying to figure out how much time I should fool around here. Like, what, like what am I going to do? I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with the boys today. Did I lose you? Did I lose you? Shit. Hello? How come this phone doesn't work? Son of a bitch!
2: All right. <sighs> Eight
0: forty three a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Very unique show. You could hear her. I couldn't. I couldn't hear her through the. Um, um I couldn't hear her through the headset. I wonder. I should have my wife call right now. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see if she, if my phone's working. Yeah. Can you call? Can you call? Uh, do the uh, do the boys take a summer break from homeschool? No, I could hear them. They were at the table doing their school now. No, no break. Oh, here we go. Uh, on the podcast phone. Uh, oh no shit shit on the podcast. oh here we go can you guys oh can you guys hear that hello hi i'm trying to figure out why my phone's not working ever since i got this new setup everything's all fucking oh, wompy honky, honk, honky 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 a little choppy oh there it is how's that
2: Wandered around in
0: do the boys take a break from uh homeschooling in the summer do they, yeah,
3: um, they still do Kumon, but I'm a little more lax with like the other subjects. Oh, okay, but they do Kumon Monday through Friday, yeah not, and...
0: not Saturday and Sunday. Why don't they do school seven days a week?
3: Um, I just figured that they could use a little break.
0: That's why they're better at sports than they are at schooling because I'm in charge of sports and you're in charge of schooling.
3: (laughs) Are they better at sports than they are at schooling? No, probably not. How do you know? I don't. I do, um, try to encourage them to read though on the weekends. So even if they don't do Kumon, I just, it just seems like Monday through Friday is plenty. That could change.
0: Um, uh what, did you did you see me naked this morning in the bedroom?
3: No, I don't think so.
0: Oh, I wanted to know because I fasted yesterday. I want to know if I look skinny today this morning when I woke up.
3: Did you feel skinny?
0: I felt skinny as shit this morning. <laughs> <skinny?
3: laughs> did your pants feel looser?
0: No, no. Thanks for ruining it for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they did not, they they did not feel looser. Thanks for fucking oh. little, oh. Real, little <laughs> reality, <laughs> reality check there.
3: I mean, next time I'll make sure to open my eyes when they're naked right. after a fasting day.
0: Hey, um I, I'm not gonna do. i'm gonna drink that someone sent me in the mail. What's that stuff called A1, a one a one what someone sent me something in the mail. It was really weird. What did we get? It was a package of a what's that stuff called a one g
3: a g It's just a g
0: a g a g one a g yeah. one greens
3: oh a g one yeah, a g okay. one comprehensive convenient daily
0: nutrition are they called is it called athletic greens i'm trying to see if this is the um, right website oh yeah uh, here well, it is that this could is be what it for. okay I'm, I'm gonna drink that i'm gonna break my fast with that today i'm gonna drink a couple packages of this shit someone sent me like a ton of this stuff in the mail a ton i wish more people yeah, would know, send I me saw. free shit <laughs>
3: Was it that um guy you had on your podcast from
0: James Newberry?
3: Yeah.
0: I don't know, is this his company?
3: I don't know. I vaguely remember something like that.
4: Anyway. Yeah.
3: Okay, I better get back to Avi.
0: Okay, bye, love you bye.
3: Okay, love you bye.
0: There it is. Uh, two guests today. Uh, Etienne, the um, horse whisperer, and uh, my wife, Haley Parlin. Haley Matosian. Haley Parlin. Uh, hell no, it's not Newberries. Oh, it's not? Break it with the protein. Oh. AG- oh, here we go. A pool boy. AG1 sucks. Stuff is like $100 a bag. As much a riff off as that flavored melatonin crap from Beam. I'm not worried about the cost. It was sent to me for free. I want to know how good it is. Oh, shit. Athletic Greens is a super woke company. They were big into BLM movement. Product may be good, but I canceled my sh- subscription. Oh, no. Really? Let, let me see. Um, I don't want to be that guy, but I don't want to support fucking racists. I really don't. I don't want to res- support racist or fascists. I'm okay, like, supporting stuff that I don't agree with. But Some things, like, But not things that are going to fuck up the work planet for my kids. It, oh, they have an accessibility statement. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, I don't, I don't see anything. I don't see anything woke on here. Now learn more quality and standards. Our, Oh, our story. I've become too sensitive to all this stuff. I'm, I'm aware of my sensitivity to it. Why does the toy store in town have a giant gay flag in the front? A pride flag. I should stop calling it a gay flag. Uh, did you... Um, Order swolverine products for your boy, for our boy uh, Mertens. No, should I go over to his swolverine? Swolverine. about to run out of the pre-workout that um, Hiller left at my house. I should probably get some of this swolverine shit. I don't have money for this kind of stuff anyway. Plant proteins, whey proteins. I just like caffeine. Where's the stuff with the caffeine? Pre this? I don't even know what these things are. Hey, did you see that the 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 horse whisper, the arm wrestling whisperer, um, a uh, raw of earth followed him. That's fucking weird, right? Why is raw of earth following that guy? I guess they're two they're two unique cats who beat to their own drummer. Why not transition to a woman but still arm wrestle men? Yeah. I'm to- that's the thing I'm totally okay with that. I'm okay with women using the men's be- restroom also. I'm not okay with men using the women's restroom. Uh, bro, uh Sevan, look up the owner of Wolverine. She's fucking gorgeous. Oh, really? How uh I would love to do that. Does she have a big head. Our story. I'm looking at our story. Uh I like it. it's made in the US. That's kind of cool. Um, how we are different, what we, what you see is what you get, everything you need, nothing you don't.
2: I hear kids.
0: I don't, what's her name? (laughs) Here, get it. Thank you. You bought me some, uh, Wolverine. Uh, Heidi, I I will. Uh, what did you say? I need to send you a link during the games to break up the sausage party. Thank you, Eaton Beaver. You're a good dude. Ron et should do uh, should interview each other and see who's the most mellow. Alex, oh, is that the Wolverine owner? Okay, let me type in uh, Wolverine Alex. She got a good ass. Is that what someone said? Swolverine Alex. Uh. Let me see. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Wow. Okay. Yep. Alrighty. I see what you're talking about. bull boy. Yeah. Damn. Follow. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, For a really long time in my life, cough, cough, my whole life, I was raised and taught to be a people pleaser, to mind my manners, to not speak out, go against the grain, and to play the game. And play it way better than everyone else. And if you know, it's gotten me pretty far. But to get to where I want to go, it's going to take more than that. It's going to take more than standing idle, giving in to others, staying quiet, and keeping calm waters. My mission, should I choose to accept it, is to find strength in my trembling voice, my opinions, and to take foothold in what I stand for. Well, I can relate to that. Uh, to uphold my own expectations, boundaries, and self-respect. Ah, Oh, no. I see the word boundaries. I think mental health issues. Oh, no. To uphold my own expectations, boundaries, and self-respect, even in the face of those who don't agree. To take ownership and pride in my thoughts, my talent, God-given gifts, and my flaws. To honor them as they are, and to magnify them for myself and the greater good. Not just one or the other. To seek peace, but always be ready to go to war. Damn. How do people write this much on Instagram? Okay, let's go back to looking at pictures of her body. I don't see a picture of uh um uh Colton Mertens on here. Oh yeah, she has a crazy ass. Wow, yeah, that thing's nuts. That thing's tremendous. Oh shit, her bathing suit's falling off. She loves the beach. She loves the pool. Who doesn't? Um, fitness and business mindset, founder and chief operations officer of uh, Fulverine, Swolverine, uh, founder and head coach of the Swole Kitchen. Let's go over there. Oh, wow. All right. She's in it. She's fully immersed. Hey, anything that's good enough for Colton's good enough for me. Uh, clock. Um, um, a non-binary transgender, whatever that means. Non-binary transgender. That means like if you that means you're one sex, but you want to be the other sex, but you have no sexual preference, and who, whether you have cock or vagina in your face. I think that's what that means. I think non-binary refers to, like, whose genitalia you want to sniff and transgender is your own, I think. Whatever that m- means exactly, who's a female, just won the 1,500-meter national title. Why would you even need to tell someone you're non-binary? I, you can't be non-binary wow. transgender, can you? Because you're already infatuated with your sex, and then you're saying you're not a sex. Anyway, just won the fifteen meter national title, Nikki Hiltz. She's delaying hormone treatment and still competing against women. Wow, are you fucking kidding me? Hey, um what are you guys gonna do when you see a man breastfeeding? That's just just straight open pedophilia, isn't it? having uh, forcing a child to suck on a man's nipple? Can someone convince me otherwise of that? what what's the what's the function of that? Oh shit, this hey, Dude, this Nikki Hiltz went to fucking the high school right around the corner from my house. Aptos High School. Oh, shit. Listen to this. Listen to this. This is going to fucking trip you out. Listen to this. Ready? Nikki Hiltz, a mid-distance runner from Aptos, California, Hiltz, Hiltz attended Aptos High School, where in 2012 they won the CIF California State Championship. They, Wikipedia refers to hilts as a they. What the fuck is going on? Oh, five foot four. Wow. Wow. Yeah, this is my whole. This is uh, California. Wow. How confused is he or she? It's it's a boy. The dream season for Nikki Hills continued on Saturday when the runner took first place in women's 1500. Are you out of your fucking mind? This is a dude? Are you sure this is a man? Maybe it's a woman competing with the women. Maybe it's a transgender... Oh shit! Look at this chicken in the background falling down. That's awesome. So is I guess I need to type in: Is Nikki Hiltz a man or a woman? Nikki Hiltz, man or a woman? Hiltz is a biological female. Oh no, it's a female. Okay, it's a female. Competing against women—that's all that matters, right? Hiltz is a biological female. Who gives a fuck what she identifies as then? That's just bullshit. That's just nonsense. It's just made-up shit, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, Rambler. All these conservative fuckers, they would fucking... They bang trannies, for sure. They go to Thailand and bang trannies. All the... If you listen to people talk about what being a tranny is and transhumanism and all the fake tits and fake lips and all that fake shit, dude, that's steeped deep in uh Los Angeles culture. Uh those men are already, th- those straight men are already steeped in that shit. That's I haven't even begun to talk to you guys about that. I know you guys, I've I've you guys know how I feel about that, but all that fake shit is all. That's why those dudes are so afraid of trannies and shit like that and gay people. It's all some sort of fucking weird shit. Uh, chest uh, feeding and pedophilia. Sevan, you are right, and any rational person knows this, but truth has little to do with the law and how current authorities apply it. Yeah, I don't, I don't get how you can allow a baby to suck on a man's uh, breast. I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get how any of my Democrat friends are... Um, I don't get any of that. How you're part of that team anymore? What are you gonna do? What am I gonna do when I see that at the local coffee shop? Where's my values and my morals and my in my what do I stand for? You know what I'm gonna do, David? I'm gonna call the cops. Where's David? David, I'm gonna when I see a man breastfeeding at the local coffee shop, I'm gonna call the cops. I'm gonna be like, Hey, I see a guy um, here forcing a baby, uh, a pedophile here. I think I'm going to do it and just see what happens. And then they're going to show up and I'm going to be like, hey, that, that dude and that kid over there are having sexual relations. He, here's the thing. I don't mean to be – as a man, and, and maybe I'm just uh, – um, I don't know. Maybe something's wrong with me. I'm open to that. But I can just look at boobs. But if I touch boobs or put them close to my face, I get sexually aroused. And I like boobs as a um, as a uh, garnish for sexual play, uh, uh, accoutrement as an Armenian man. Thank you, Philip. Yeah, I love just some titties. I love putting them together. I love squeezing them. I like touching the nipple. I like just the boobs. I just like the boobs. And, and there's no – oh, you too, Jan? Okay. And, it, like, just seeing them and smelling them and – listening to them and I, I like all, all the things about them and their practical value is f- tools for feeding as a man were for feeding me and for feeding my um, offspring. But if you're a guy and but, but at at no at no time did i ever have i ever wanted anyone to suck on my nipples it just it seems um and i've never and i've and i and i've spoke to a lot of guys and i'm and i have some pretty open conversations with people and at no time can i ever remember guys um, really i can't remember one guy i mean guys like – they're people's Some fucking weirdo guys like girls to touch their balls and juggle their balls and shit. But I don't know, I I can't think of one guy, oh my god, I love it when a girl sucks on my nipple. My boobs are good. Nah, not, not my nipples, I don't want mine pinched. Yeah, living on the edge, a little foreplay. Yeah, I live on the edge a little bit. I have foreplay for a few seconds. If I can get to the business. Yeah, it it I any way I slice it up for a dude, it's just straight pedophilia. It's some sort of perversion now. We're not equal. Men cannot men are not equal to women. And, the, and, and no, nor should they be And the in. Obviously, there's practical um, concerns also the, of the six medications that men need to take to um, induce liquid to pour i don't even want to call it um, uh, lactating but liquid to come from their nipples one of them has been advised from female mothers not to take while breastfeeding because it will it it will harm the baby and yet they're saying the cdc website saying men should take that shit this one's going to take me a while to get over no no thumb in the butt nope i don't want anything touched like there's a demarcation line At the at the root of my penis, don't go further south than that, not to the balls, nothing. As a former police trainer, I remember when trans advocates were called into our academy to educate us, they had a disdain for us and were offended when questions were asked or when challenged. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what you mean by this. It's insane that we have to talk about this. Can o- We can only control yourself and your family, and take care of your own. I hear you, but is that a paradox of what you're saying? What, I mean, I understand that, but w- where do you draw the line? You're, you're You're openly seeing a kid being molested in public. Like, what would it take for you to insert on a kid being molested in public? That's what it is. It's molestation, right? Or is it not? i can't even read that comment i mean at some point i'll tell you what happened one time i was at um I was at a supermarket with my mom in benicia california and we came out of the market and there was a kid there collecting carts and my mom and i were getting into our car and as my mom hands off her cart to this kid another kid's like starts talking shit to him they obviously had a beef and the kid's just trying to do his job and collect the shopping carts. And the other kid's like fucking with him, kicking over carts and being really aggressive and wanting to fight, challenge him. And I'm just sitting there like with my mouth closed, just watching. I, I was probably 25. And my mom starts yelling at the kid who, who's being aggressive to the other kid. The other kid's just trying to do his job, get the carts and go inside. And they clearly had some history. But my mom felt compelled to stand up for that other kid the kid who was doing his job and trying to collect the carts. I don't know what the backstory was, so I don't know whose fault it was, but that kid was definitely not the aggressor then. He he looked actually a little scared. No, I didn't call the cops. This is pre-cell phone, but nice try. I need a dick in me. I need a dick in your mom. Anyway, um... You know, it's... Uh, anyway, at, at, at what point do you, um... At what point do you step in and protect some random kid? And it's not like you can only control your own. All right. Uh, I don't think there's a show tonight. Let me see. I think the schedule is about to get crazy. Uh, tomorrow, Henrik Hapalainen. His name has been butchered a thousand times on the show. Wednesday, Bethany Shadburn making a comeback this year. That's exciting. Uh, Wednesday. No, sorry. Thursday, uh, Jay Cooey. Uh works over at uh, he's a phd and he is uh, works over at robert f kennedy's um um children's what's it called? what's it called the children's fund robert f k children's what what's the fuck let me see this real quick let me figure this out um j k okay uh, Children's Health Defense Fund. Uh, science advisor uh, JQ Cooey. That should be fun, right? Uh, will you tell her you love her head size? I'll be careful about it. I'll. I'll I won't be as cavalier <clears throat> as um. I won't. I won't. I won't make it a comedy bit. Well, maybe I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna say to her. Okay, so where were we? Thir- what, Thursday, th- uh, Jay Cooey, and then and then at 11 a.m. is um uh, is uh, oh shit, there's three shows that day. Then at 11 a.m. there's Taylor and Jr's programming show, Scribble Up, Scribble It Up, uh, with Will Brandstetter pretending to be the host. And then in the evening is uh Productions, Flat Earth, Flat Earth uh, shit in the evening. Wow, that's awesome. And then Thursday, there's nothing scheduled. Or Friday, there's nothing scheduled except the CrossFit Games update show. I thought the the Taylor and JR show was on Wednesdays. I always think that, I think. We need more people scheduled. We need something scheduled for Friday morning. tell Susan that right now. I thought the schedule was supposed to be like crazy fool. To, let, let's call Souza. Fuck it. Let's see where he's at. Um, might as well have the phone working, right? Nine two five six eight. Okay, here we go. I'm going to.
1: Savon, please rapid
0: fire these CrossFit athlete interviews for us. I'm not sure what you mean by that, but I'm going to. I'm going to try to do like two to four every day, like 45 minutes long. Except people like Shadburn, I'll give the full hour and a half to. Because I've never interviewed her before. But like, if you've been on here before, it's just in and out. Bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. That's it. Done with you. Hey, what's up, Patrick? How are you? Good? Good. You reached Matt. Leave a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks. Have a great day. Tell me what to do. I'll have a good day or a bad day, whatever I want.
3: At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang
4: up or press one for more options.
0: Hey, Sousa, I never leave messages for people. Okay. Um, uh, Thursday. Okay, this shows... Uh, Katrin. Yeah, we could try to get Catherine. We're trying to get Katrin. Try to get everyone. I'm gonna. Here's the thing: every single fucking games athlete is going to be invited on the show between now and the games. Every single one. Every single one. Oh man. Okay, guys. Have a good day. Um. I keep, I keep, I haven't told anyone this, but I keep, I keep wanting to do just a late night show with Hiller. Um, but every time it gets late, I start to get tired I start playing with my kids. But maybe one of those will pop up this week. Need to hang out with that dude. Oh, yeah. Laura, Laura Horvat. I've invited her twice in the last couple months. No response. I even sent Ben Smith a, um, I even sent, um, Ben Smith a text, asking if he would come on and pretend like he's Laura. Or should I call Ben on the live line? Just right now? I don't want to piss him off. I don't know what kind of sense of humor people have. I could. I could just, um... No, no. Horvath is really hard to like, really? No, no, she's cool. She's cool. Yeah, I'm going to ask all those people. Laura, Katrin. I've already, I've already invited 30 on. 30 of the 80 athletes. How many are there? 80? 30 of the 80 athletes have received um, some sort of invitation. And tonight I'll, I'll do, by the end of tonight, it'll be 40. I'm just going down the list from the leaderboard. Brian Friend. We'll invite him on, too. He's a standing um, – uh, Ben Smith would be nice on the show during Games Week, yeah. Should I call him now, though, is the question. Oh, call Brian now? Remember, he had a fucking temper tantrum one time when I called him. Yeah, we can get Jake, Jake Douglas, Tia. We can invite him all. I'll invite Tia on, too. Yeah, good point. Adam Clink. I don't know about Adam. I need to have Adam Clink on. I don't know if this week's the, or the, before the games is the call. Call Ben. Okay, fuck it. Let's do it. Just fucking do it. Don't be a pussy. Oh, here we go. Hey. Hey. Yo. I'm gonna call Ben Smith on air live. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Cool. (laughs) Is that weird? Is it weird?
4: Uh, No. I mean, what are you gonna ask him? Just hi.
0: How are you doing? Do you think um, Laura could come on? When will you? Can you come on sometime? Can I?
4: (laughs) Perfect. Ask ask him if he could come on on uh maybe Friday morning.
0: Okay. Oh, that's what I was calling you about Friday morning. Okay, cool. Okay.
4: Yeah, tomorrow morning's open too. Do you want to do a live call-in show? Oh. Or do I'll, you want to just wait till? Oh,
0: maybe. I, okay, I'll ask Ben if he wants to come on tomorrow morning.
4: Yeah, because we have that. Um, uh, I forget the dude's name. Henrik. Oh. Henrik. Yeah, Henrik? we
0: have Henrik. We have Henrik.
4: Yeah, he's tomorrow. Oh. Bethany Shaburn. So then we don't have tomorrow Wednesday. morning open. Well
0: we do. He's he's an evening show. He's that he's the oddball slot at five thirty PM. Oh shit. Oh shit. I'm yeah, glad you said it, that
4: to me. Oh
0: shit. I'm different. Too. Oh God, do we need to move. A, oh I need no, I just need to tell my wife. Uh that's Tuesday. Yeah, tomorrow. So oh, I need to tell my wife and my mom um I can't do the kids tomorrow night.
4: Shit. That's good.
0: Now the, the sacrifices I make. The sacrifices.
4: <laughs> and if you want you could ask ben if he wants tomorrow 7 a.m or wednesday 8 a.m if you want to have him on before bethany shabber or flores i think is her last name now she got married
0: oh uh, so, uh, so, say that uh, oh i think i'm gonna give bethany the whole hour and a half i should
4: oh yeah not
0: okay. but she said she has to leave early well she's got a she's got an hour okay i'm gonna ask and, ben and I, they, i'm gonna ask they, ben to come on what are the choices for i'm gonna write it down friday
4: Tomorrow 7- morning or Friday morning, 7 a.m.
2: Uh, okay, okay.
4: And then after that, the following week, starting on Sunday, is when it will probably start picking up because we already got a bunch of these athletes laid down and I got a bunch more that are right about to be scheduled. We just went through all the Euros first, so we have all these weird time zones that we're trying to navigate through.
0: I didn't tell you this yet. Um, uh, for the CrossFit Games Update show this week, we got um, uh, Sam Briggs coming on for 15 minutes.
4: Oh, awesome. Yeah. Maybe she could help us out with uh, McQuaid, too. We'd love to get her on.
0: CrossFit Games Emma. Champ. Okay. Yeah. All
4: right. Call Ben. I'm going to turn it on and see how it goes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All right.
0: Bye. Okay. Bye. Why is, he, why is Susan laughing? Is it going to get weird? Let's see. Are you, are you, I don't know if you're supposed to live call people. Without, t- I'll just tell them right away, hey, we're on the air. Right?
2: Maybe I should put on my sunglasses. Ben Smith, former
0: CrossFit Games champion. I think right about now he's like regretting he gave me his phone number. Maybe he's listening. Your call has been forwarded to an automated... Uh, should i call danielle brandon and tell her that matt torres did a great job on the podcast man i have a lot of people's phone number in here i'm old call adrian bosman call dave i won't dave come on the podcast anymore i've invited him to come on every uh It's coming from a random number, uh, so he won't pick up. Try him from your phone. Oh, Sousa says. I know, but then will people be able to hear it? Oh, my mom said she'll help with the kids tomorrow night. That's good. Okay, fine. Fuck it. You want me to try? I'll try calling him from my phone. Uh, ben Smith.
2: Oh, I can't. can't. I can't. I
0: um, can't. Roxanne is wonderful. You should do a whole show where you just call people at random. Okay, as soon as you put in a profile picture, I will. Uh, beast Beatmaster Jag. So is Dave avoiding the podcast to prevent spoiler leakage for the games? No. Well, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I honestly don't know, but here's what I think. I think that since he became in charge of the CrossFit games, He's not sure what his next uh, uh, um, forward-facing move is going to be. That's what I think. So there's that. All right. Um,
2: I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.